I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Dallas dominates. Dak has perhaps his best game ever. And is our own Skip Bayless in orbit yet? Let's find out. Hi there, everybody. Welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. That is the aforementioned Skip and Shannon Sharp. Hi, guys. You can't really take off because the guy that he loves more as much as the Cowboys look bad. Boom. All that anybody cares about at this moment is how them Cowboys, how about that Dak Prescott, how about that Micah Parsons, how about that first playoff road win in 30 years? How about last night, Shannon how, Sharp? How, how did did you look? enjoy it? How did Tom Brady look? Oh, You've been supporting him all year. Let's I, get to it. I, I told uh, you. Uh, I no. told you what was going to happen. Go, you were the one who said it was going to be a Let's close go, game go, because you were scared to death of Thomas Let's Edwards go, having Brady. Let's go, Jim. Yes, let's, let's please go. go. I'm going to go it crazy. It's going to be let's a go, wide open show. We need a warning label on this yeah. morning. All right, here we go, guys. Dak Prescott, indeed, had his best playoff game of his career last night. 31-14, victory over the Buccaneers. The Cowboys easily covered his road favorites. Dak threw for over 300 yards, 24 rushing yards, and five total touchdowns. Tom Brady finished with 351 passing yards on 66 attempts, the second most in a playoff game. He also had two touchdowns and a costly red zone interception. Shannon, let's let you start so you get a word in here. What's the biggest reason the Cowboys won? Everything that I've said about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came to fruition. You got an opportunity to see it last night. I don't think, I think uh, uh, part of the surprise is that how well the Cowboys played, considering the previous week they only scored six points against the Washington football team. And then you come out here with their outside of the first drive, they went up and down the field against the Buccaneers. But nobody should be surprised by the Buccaneers' poor offensive performance because they've been bad all year. They put, a, they put a, a stat up on the screen. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers scored more than 24 points twice all season. So why should we be surprised that they looked bad last night? We shouldn't be. I've been trying to say it all year. The man across the table for me has fought me tooth and nail that Tom Brady, there's nothing wrong with Tom. Tom looked good. Tom looked great. Tom, Tom, Tom. Two things can be true. Mm. I'm a firm believer in this. Tom Brady can be the GOAT quarterback, have the resume that he has, and played awful this season. Mm. He played awful again last night. He's missing routine throws. DJ, do we have that track? This is Tom Brady. Now, I want to know, any other quarterback, you killed Josh Allen for doing this. You just killed him the other day. 
Look at this story right here. Tell me where it's my turn. It's not your turn. Oh, Skip, can okay. I get a chance? Oh, Damn, you're going to talk for 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah. Whose fault is that? I might talk for 30 minutes when I get the floor. And guess what? Yeah. Tom Brady's going home yeah. whether you talk for an hour. You can talk two hours. Yep. He going home, and he looked bad. Mm. Now, this is what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen, at home, just in case you didn't know. Byron Leftwich is going to lose his job. You know why he's going to lose his job? Because people like my partner and others will not place any blame on Tom Brady. Byron Leftwich called every play. The year they won the Super Bowl. They won the division three times in a row. Byron Leftwich called the plays. They won the division last year. Tom Brady was, what, without a miracle throw from uh, Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup. They probably would have advanced again. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, Byron Leftwich had forgotten to call plays. Mm. Now, I remember somebody told me that Tom Brady got tired of Bruce Arians coming in with a little red marker and scribbling out what they had done. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady, this is factual. Tom Brady got Bruce Arians removed from his job and bumped upstairs. Now look at it. But Byron Leftwich has got to pay the price. Mm. Tom Brady has been – they're a bad playoff team. They were 8-9. You expect an 8-9 team all of a sudden to score 30 points and move up and down the field? Mm. A guy, a team led by Tom Brady, Mike Evans, has never had less than 1,000 yards receiving. Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, they got 14 points, mm. which is four more, four less than what they average all year. Kudos to the Dallas Cowboys. That team last night, if they can package that up, bottle it, ship it to San Francisco, ship it to wherever they need to be next, that team that you saw last night, ladies and gentlemen, is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Mm. But I also saw them just a week before score six points. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about this, the consistency, a little later. Tom Brady, wow, a season to forget. Eight and 10, 53 QBR. Six multi-touchdown games, the fewest since his rookie season. 31 incompletions in a wild card in a playoff, the most mm. of his career. Mm. So Tom Brady looked like he had looked all year long. Bad. The mm. Cowboys looked as good as I've seen them ever. And, and since Dak's been there, seven years. Mm -hmm. If Brett Maher <laughs> don't, don't mess that game up, that might have been the most complete demolition job that you will see a team. Mm -hmm. They were complete. They ran the ball well enough. Dak Prescott. Mm. You, look, mm. you look like Troy Aikman. You look like Roger Staubach at the mm. absolute best. Mm. I just wish he'd have threw that touchdown to uh, Dalton Show so he could have had five touchdowns. Mm. But, hey, four in a rushing touchdown mm. with no turnovers. Kudos to you, Jack. You're going to be Offensive Player of the Week. I, Brock Purdy, you had it for a while. But I got to give it to Dak Prescott because what mm. he did last night, mm. given – what he was up against, given the pressure that was on him, considering they hadn't won a playoff game in a long time, road, Dak Prescott, mm. hey, I ain't, I ain't got nothing to give you. Mm. If I had a hat, I'd tip my captain. Mm. Is that it? That's it. I, I need to show you the control room. Is the show over yet? We might only have like 30 seconds. Man, I went for five minutes. The show Whoa. starts at 630 Whoa. and it's 6.35. I, I think you went for 12 minutes. No, no, I've never did. heard anything like it. You Hold just up. broke the record. Hold up. Dak Prescott, <laughs> Dak Prescott last night broke the Cowboy playoff record for consecutive passes, breaking Troy Aikman's record. You just set the undisputed record for words spoken before I get to speak. I went for yeah. ladies and gentlemen. You see yeah. that? Yeah. The show starts at 630. Uh, I think you tricked that <laughs> That's CGI. You, you have that permanently on your screen. That, that, no CGI. Go ahead, take it. It is finally my turn. Last night was a tour de force by my Dallas Cowboys. It was. 
start to finish, back and forth, up and down, every way, shape, and form, except for my kicker who kicked me right in the you-know-whats <laughs> last night four times. And we are going to get to him in a few minutes here on this show. But right now is not his time or his turn okay. to be dealt with because it is time to deal with my football team. Thank you for saying what I was about to say, which is last night I saw a Super Bowl team. Again, they have to replicate. They have to duplicate. They have to take their show on the road again to San Francisco to play easily the best team that I've seen so far in the NFC. And all of a sudden, everything will ratchet up. The degree of difficulty will go up into the the San Francisco fog Uh because this is going to be a test. But I believe my team is fully capable of beating the San Francisco 49ers in Santa Clara, California this coming Sunday night, even though they are a four-point underdog as opposed to a a two-and-a-half-point favorite last night. But in this game, this played out exactly like I thought it would play out. You thought it would be a close game. You said it would be 22 to 20. So you had some respect for the GOAT because you thought the GOAT and his defense might keep it fairly close. Well, yeah, I thought it, I thought they would score late, Skip. I did not expect Dallas to play like – I don't think anybody thought they would play like this, Skip. Well, I called it yesterday sitting right here on this show. I told you my team will be ahead by 17 going to the fourth right. quarter. And you looked at me like, what? Yeah. And they were up 18. And then they just piled on after that because they're just, as I, I said all week long, they're just way better than the Tampa Bay Bucks from start to finish. In any way, shape, or form you want to try to to decipher what's left of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, my team is just better. So what was my statement that I made? I told you yesterday, Dak, I'm going to quote myself. I said, Dak Prescott will have all night to throw at Tampa. That's all he had was all night long. Could we cue up the song all night? We could do a little Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Oh, let's just Vita Vea got him once. He got him early, all, but after that. All, Vita Vea had one uncharacteristic explosion rush that I, I barely, I might have seen one of those all year. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. Dak did get off to a little bit of a shaky start because CD had a drop and then T.Y. Hilton had a drop and Dak had one real off target. And then once he took a deep breath and hit Michael Gallup, all of a sudden they looked at each other like, we got this. Mm -hmm. They cannot rush the passer. I'm going to say it again. Tampa Bay's pass hush was graded 28th overall by Pro Football Focus because they have nobody, nobody except maybe the odd Vita Vea who can break through and get to Dak Prescott. What do you think is going to happen if you give Dak that much time to just stand back there and say, maybe, maybe, no, boom, right? Mm -hmm. Dalton Schultz is running free. All of a sudden, CD's running free. It, it got all the way to the, the last touchdown pass to CD. They completely blew the coverage. Yeah, I don't know they, they blew coverages all night long. They blew coverages all year. Like, all year long. They did. They were a bad football team. Mm-hmm. And for once, my team did not do cowboy things. No, they didn't. My team did not shoot self in foot. Right. My team did not get in own way. Yeah. My team just flexed its firepower and flexed its star power because it has serious firepower and star power all across the football. Now, let's flip it around. What is the book on Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. going back to his youngest days, back to those Baltimore playoff yeah. games? If you get after him, he, he's not mobile. Get him off that spot. He's, he just, if you knock him off his spot, if you make him flinch, if you make him second guess, you got him because Baltimore used to own him, even at Foxborough. Baltimore, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis and company, as you know, Sucks. just owned him mm-hmm. because they could get after the 
quarterback because he is the quarterback. If you give him some time, if we'd flipped the script last night, if he'd been standing behind Dallas's offensive line oh, yeah. with, with Tampa Bay's pass rush coming after him, he'd just get in a rhythm <laughs> and he would throw a party. He might throw 600 he yards. He might throw for 600 yards. But the flip happened. And thank you, God, my oh Micah reemerged. 11 from heaven fell back out of heaven. Maybe he was he just had a daughter two days ago. Yeah. Maybe that was something that was just weighing on his mind. It's over. Yeah. You got it. And he rose and he shone last night because from the very first defensive snap for my Dallas Cowboys, yeah. you could see they couldn't block him. Donovan mm. Smith has no hope because he didn't have any hope in the opener and he had no hope yeah. last night. Wherever Micah came from, he was getting loose and getting free, and he was bedeviling Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Brady's looking for 11. You could just see him flinching. You could see him. And then back to the play in question. It's a horrible play because it's the turning point of the it football is. game because just before that, on a third and four, Brady had actually made a fairly athletic play <laughs> for a 45-year-old quarterback. If we could see the he athletic play. Yeah, a little bit of Mahomes. I'm not going to go to Mahomes, but he does a little pump fake, and then he rolls, and then he flips. Just a little sort of a basketball, baseball flip out, mm -hmm. and, and that set up what was about to happen because they have moved the football very well. What, what did they get to that point? They'd gone 70 yards in yeah. 14 plays, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, the GOAT's going to make this a game. And then that happened. And he admitted after the game he was trying to throw it away. Well, he flinches. Right. He, he ducks. It's 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 not a throwaway. It's a duck away. Right. And instead of ducking with some emphasis on the football, he just doesn't get enough on right. it. And J. Ron Curse is back there right. at six feet four inches, mm -hmm. and he takes it away. What does my team do best on defense? They take yeah. away the football. Why does my team have a chance to win at San Francisco against? Brock Purdy. Yeah. Why does my team have a chance to go win, dare I say, the Super Bowl? Yeah. They take the ball away. You take away. the ball away in the playoffs. You've yeah. got a great chance to okay. win the win. you got a you great play. chance. And, and I, I thought the Godwin play, even though he was down, I thought that was another turnover. Right. But this is the turnover yeah. because this is the cardinal sin right. of quarterbacking. And what would it have been for Brady? He had been... At that point, he'd gone 409 attempts in the red zone without throwing an interception. Last one was in 2019, I think, in, 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 in New, New England. England. Okay, so he'd gone all three of his years at Tampa Bay with not committing a cardinal sin he one time. He jinxed his okay. You know they, they put they no stamp on the board. And, and they're talking about it. They're raving about it. And I'm like, uh-oh, it's the classic announcer <laughs> jinx from Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. And he did that. And it wasn't like oh, I made a bad choice. He just didn't get enough on the right. ball because he ducked, mm -hmm. because he's 45 and he doesn't want to get hit in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and he had pass rushers in his face, yeah. and it's just a fall away yeah. that didn't have enough on it. And it's the football game yeah. because that's it. If you, if you go 70 and 14 plays and you come away with zero – and it's six to nothing because, because you, now you had an opportunity as bad as you played up until that point. You, you, you had a chance to make it seven, six. You, you would have been up seven to six. And then we go the other direction and <clears throat> we go 80 yards in 15 plays. But all of a sudden they try Zeke on third down. And, and I got to tell you, as much as I love Zeke, it just I, I, I just don't see much left. Skip, I, just don't I, see, Skip, I, I don't even get why they try it anymore. Well, maybe it's me, Skip, but I, I'm not so sure he gets the same block in his pollard. I, I just don't know because it's hard to watch. Because, it is. It is. You know, he's he, definitely a plow horse he, now. He's a plow horse. He's more of a fullback than a halfback. So well, I'm looking for what did Zeke <clears throat> wind up with last night. Oh, yeah, he had 13 carries for 27 yards. That's 2.1 yards per, uh -huh. per attempt. I keep beating the table over here. 
I need to see more number 20. I need to see Tony Pollard. And we're going to get into this all week. But this is just me. I'm going to throw this out because I know this will set you off. (laughs) I know it's going to be Christian McCaffrey against Tony Pollard. And they do a lot of the same things. I'll still take my man, Tony Pollard, because I think he's a touch faster than Christian is. As great as Christian is. But I think Christian is a way better receiver because if you think about it, Skip, they line McCaffrey up in the slot, and they run him like he's an actual slot receiver. Well, against the GOAT, when Brady went out there, he caught a downfield touchdown pass that was a wide receiver. (laughs) Exactly. I got it. Well, that's a close call, but I'll still take my guy because my guy is explosive. Okay, so what happens? We get down there, and Zeke gets stuffed, and all of a sudden, it's fourth and goal at the one. And Troy Aikman says on television, man, I'm, I'm just going to take the three here. Mm-mm. Well, little did we know, Brett the Fret has returned, as in Maher, and maybe you wouldn't want to take the three, right? Well, we took, Skip, we talked, I talked about it. I said, Skip, you remember you used to call the man Brett the Fret? Oh, I got all the confidence in the world in him now. I said, oh, you were sure. Okay. You said you were sure about it. Okay. Are you that, still sure? This year they've been calling him Money Maher. <laughs> we're we're going to get to We'll do a whole breakdown on him in just maybe a moment. Maybe Maher. But, but the, maybe Maher is right. But the point was he was 19 to 22 on field goals this year. And, and the weird thing about this game last night, nobody there's no field goals attempted. None. It was all about the extra points. Right. Fortunately, because the threes can get you. The ones you can sort of live with yes. usually if you're if you're they're just deflating to an offensive team and we're gonna talk about Dak showing frustration. He's he like, did. make up Did he? Well he said, let's go for two. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> all right. So what they did was Mike McCarthy made one great call. He just immediately said, No, no, go. Right. And it's Kellen Moore's call, but it's Mike McCarthy's overview. Yeah. He's got a blessing. Right. And he said, go for it. And I give Mike McCarthy high marks. He stayed out of the way last night, but he had to make one, yeah. one choice. And this is game changing right. right here. Yes. Let's go. And to Kellen Moore's credit, he calls a play that is virtually indefensible. Yeah. You're going to roll. You're going to go on the naked. Go yeah. left. Yep. But it's a run-pass option, mm-hmm. and, and Dak said after the game, I had it either way. Yes. I got Dalton, sure, yes. and that's what you're that's talking about. You yeah, could have flipped what, it yeah, to him for yeah. the fifth touchdown. Dak said, I ain't going to chance it. Okay, okay, and, and it's just wide open on mm-hmm. the flank because nobody, nobody is home. Nobody is home. Everybody's selling out to stop the run. Skill. Okay, so it was a sweet call. It was it was a shrewd move by Mike McCarthy, if, if I can even put shrewd in the same yeah. sentence with Mike McCarthy. And all of a sudden, you're up 12 to nothing because he misses, obviously, the extra point. So it's, it's really touchdowns last night were just worth six points. Right. And that's it. Period. End of story. <laughs> and here we go. All right. So from that point forward, Dak puts on. The, the show of his life yeah. because it was the game of his life on the stage of his life against a GOAT quarterback who was 7-0 lifetime against his Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. Dak had won only one playoff game. In fact, last night, Tom Brady had won as many playoff games going into the game as my Cowboys had won in their lifetime. Yeah. In their lifetime. Yeah. 35 yeah. to 35. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we, we got and it. They've been playing football a lot longer. Than a lot longer, <laughs> okay? So... It was a show of shows by a quarterback who was under fire because at Washington, again, the game didn't count unless they were going to put some heat on Philadelphia. Right. He completed 38% of his passes. Right. 38%? Mm-hmm. He went, or his offense went, four of 18 on third down. Right. Are you kidding me? Four of 18? And then, as CD said, we will flip the switch. Did they flip it last night? Mm-hmm. Let me just show, just just for the scope of it, could we just see Dak's 
five touchdowns in a row. This is the show that Dak put on. And you know what? Again, he should have been able to do this because he had the time and the protection. That's the first one to Dalton Schultz. Here's the roll. Naked boot. Good play fake. Nobody home. And then this was really good. This yeah. is running the wrong way, throwing back to Dalton Schultz, who uncovered it the last second. It wasn't cut and dried. And then here we go again. This is a really good show. Carlton Davis had his hands on it. And yeah. Gallup got back in bounds. I tweeted that that's a touchdown anyway, yeah. even though Gallup had gone out of bounds because, <laughs> because Carlton, Carlton Davis, Davis touched hands. it first. You just can't be the first guy to touch the football after you leave, uh, go out of bounds. Okay. So now you've got what's left of Tom Brady. <laughs> and – Let's see what happened at the end of this game because, weirdly, it, it got a little bit dicey, believe it or not. Okay, so he finally makes a throw to Julio. Mm-hmm. And it did my heart good because I wanted Julio to have a big sort of last to rock kind of year in uh-huh. Tampa with Tom Brady because Brady recruited him on IG. Yes. And he was hurt all year. Mm-hmm. So here's the throw to Julio for 30 yards. and this, oh, touchdown. Yeah, this is the first one where you said, well, okay. Okay, so you got that. So it's a good throw and a very good catch mm-hmm. by a guy who had been Down missing in action. He'd just been hurt all year. Okay, so then they go for two. And, by the way, I had an emerging new corner last night. I don't know if you noticed, but Israel Mukwama yeah, out of South Carolina. Remember, he, he started opposite J.C. Horn at South Carolina. And he was mm-hmm. a six-round pick by the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He's six feet, four inches tall. He had Godwin all night long. Right. I'm going to assume they're going to have to use him some on Debo because he's bigger and more physical. Right. right. And he got physical with a very physical Chris Godwin, except in the end zone. He held it in the end (laughs) zone on the two points. That was no physical. He was holding. Yeah. He just held him, and and Brady's grabbing his arm like it's it's holding. That's hold. Okay. So he grabbed him, and he because he's looking at the backfield because he's trying to play do both. He's trying to play the quarterback and hold. And he held on, and he held on, and Brady tries to float it out. But give the back judge is standing right there. What's the back judge looking at? I don't know how you missed. There he goes right there, bro. That's you. I don't know. You did this. You should have been called holding. Okay. So the the point was. If you give him those two points, all of a sudden it's 24 to 8. And then they go score, he hits Cameron Brait, and, and then they go for two and make it. So that could have made it 16. Up to 16. And then Brady throws one late at the two-minute warning to Mike Evans. I thought Mike Evans should have caught this ball. But they have had no real rapport wavelength all year if we could see the two-minute shot. This is a 51-yard throw. I, t- I don't know. I just thought he was going to catch it. He's good at catching that. He got one one hand right. and a half a hand on it, and I thought he was going to catch it. And if if he does, and they go for two and make it, then all of a sudden you're looking at down to a one score game, mm-hmm. right? Because they would onside again right. with two minutes left, and and you'd have to get the onside. But but I'm thinking, please don't pull off a miracle here Not because anyway. they've been too good all night long. Right? They've been a showcase of of w- w- everything that you should do. Where where Ceedee Lamb. He, Listen, but he was quiet. I thought he was hurt last night because it, I, I saw Gallup, I saw Noah, uh, Noah uh, Brown, and I saw uh, uh, Ty. I was yeah. like, "What well, damn? Well, y'all throw is CD? Is CD hurt or something? Well, what's going on with CD?" And then he he showed up when you needed him. Yep, he did. So my stat all week, the stat I hung my hat on all week was that my team is was number one through the season in pass rush press, excuse me, pressure, pressure rate. Mm-hmm. Brady's offensive line was 24th in pass rush or pass block win rate. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, you should do that. You should be all over him from the start, and they were. 
led by Micah, Dorrance Armstrong. I know he got nicked and beat up, but but I think he's going to be okay. No, he got tired. So yeah, that's what, got but Skip, they should have went down earlier okay, in, in to the, stop that momentum. In the fourth quarter, again, the only thing I fear about Brady is he led the league in fourth quarter passing yards and touchdown passes in most part because they were They're always, always behind. behind. Yeah, And he pulled off three miracles or minor miracles. And, again, I didn't want to see that last night, but I thought – my pass rush by the late third quarter started just getting tired because it's yeah, hard to keep because, rushing. But you remember, Skip, he sped up the mm-hmm. tempo also. He did. So he started going no huddle, and he wouldn't he let did. them substitute. So he kept yep. he kept them on kept them on the field. And I was like, Cowboys, just go down with a phantom injury so you'll get all, all of a sudden okay. you can get guys on the field. That's what they do all the time. Okay, so think about in the biggest picture how we flipped the script. We lost 19-3 to on opening night to this team at Jerry World. They ran for 151 yards that night, and playoff Lenny ran for 127. Did you see what he's wearing before the game? He came out in his hoodie that said playoff Lenny. I think he was ready to go playoff Lenny. Lenny. Yeah, it was layoff or way off Lenny. (laughs) Because last night, playoff Lenny had five carries for 11 yards, and he caught one ball for six yards. They were dead last in rushing. They can't rush, which forced Brady to be dead last. pass attempts. Yeah, well, it forced him to be dead last. In play action passing, yeah. it's 15% of the time because who's going to honor play action passes? So he throws a career high 66 passes because they can't run it. They're lost. They're hopeless. Right. They're a mess. That's yeah, what the they thing were. Was, and Todd Bowles, I think he said after the game that they shut down the run. You guys are not really committed to the run like you are committed uh, get, uh, to throwing the football. No. Running requires a commitment it skill does. because people think that you tossed the ball the first run, you're supposed to break off a 50 or 60 yarder. It doesn't work like that. I agree. Yep. And yet that's how they played the whole year. Yes. And, you know, my team did exactly what my team should have. Yes. If it didn't do cowboy things. Right. And it didn't right. do any cowboy it, things it except for the kicker. No turnovers. Well, I'm I'm more surprised how well the Cowboy plays, not played, not how bad the Buck. Because I've seen this from Skip. We've seen this the whole year. Whole you year. can't you cannot go on an entire I season, agree. 17 games, score more mm-hmm. than 24 points twice, right? And then say all of a sudden mm-hmm. the playoff. Oh, we just gonna flip the switch. It doesn't work like okay. that. For five games, my team had given me very little evidence yes, yes. that it was Super Bowl quality or worthy. Well, you definitely didn't see it last week. They played no. Washington football team. Terrible. They got six points, Skip. It was terrible. It was just terrible. And I, then I, you, went up and, you just went up and Buccaneers down the field. Yeah. Mm. Are now vacation-bound, gentlemen, and your Cowboys, Skip, headed out to San Francisco for the final playoff game of this upcoming weekend. We've got a lot more to unpack with that matchup coming up. Such as Skip, do the Cowboys still have some glaring holes they need to address before that 49ers game? Also, do you think we're ever going to see Tom Brady suit up in the NFL again, or is this it? That and a whole lot more coming up next on Undisputed. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters. 
Golden Sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. The Cowboys snagged the 31-14 victory over the Buccaneers last night, but kicker Brett Maher struggled. He missed one, two, three, four extra points before finally making his fifth attempt. The four misses are the most extra point misses ever in an NFL game, going all the way back to 1932. After the game, Maher talked about his night. Take a listen. Very fortunate to, to have the teammates that I do to be in the locker room and the coaching staff that I do. Um, they absolutely lifted me up today. So uh, appreciate every single one of them. Um, it's time for me to do my part. I'm Money Mars' biggest fan. Uh, obviously, I've been showing the video of me, uh, and that's just emotion. That's just that's part of it. Um, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I talked to him individually. Told him, just told him after the game, hey, let that go. We're gonna need it. Um, I, I just played like a week ago, so I mean. That, that, that happens, uh, but when you believe in each other and you believe in uh, what we're capable of doing and knowing what that guy's done, uh, what resiliency he's shown throughout his career personally, um, no doubt that he'll come back next week and be, be perfect and uh, help us win. Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No, we won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. Shannon, the Cowboys have some decisions to make. What should they do with Brett Maher? I'd be lying if I said I don't think they're bringing some kickers in to kick. I I think you have to. Because I think the thing is, Skip, look, it doesn't matter how many good ones he's made. Skip, you remember uh, uh, Gary Anderson for the the Vikings? I was there. He had missed missed one all year. I was there in Minneapolis. It, it, it was to get to play you guys in yes. the Super Bowl, right? And he it, missed. it would have been Randall Cunningham yes. playing Denver, right? Yes. Yep. But here's the, the, the dilemma that they're up against. Any available kicker that could possibly be available for the Cowboys, when was the last time he actually kicked in a game? You know, Skip, you know, going out there and kicking up practice, high school practice fields or, or a soccer field, that's one thing. But to actually line up and to kick in an NFL playoff game is something entirely different. So I get Jerry's reluctancy yeah. to actually bring a kicker in and says, okay, Maher, you're done. We're going to let this guy kick. So I, I don't really think you have, a, I don't really think you have a, a, a choice in the matter. But to say today there aren't going to be cookers at Cowboys, where Frisco, wherever they play, practice that, Skip. They're going from Frisco to San Francisco. Okay. Go ahead. But I guarantee yeah. you, mm-hmm. they're bringing kickers in, Skip. You've got to. They went for it on fourth and four. They did. They turned down a field goal. He, he started to trot onto the yeah, field. Back, they back, called back. him back. Mike grabbed 
Get your, yeah. like he was trying to sneak up in the club. Mike, Mike McCarthy, get your butt back over here. You got it. And it was a great, it was a great decision. Skip, <clears throat> I understand what Dak said, and Dak is absolutely right. Uh, um, um, you know, the emotion is high, especially of a game of this magnitude, and you might be liable to say anything. I'm glad there weren't that many cameras around because there have been some times some defensive guys made a, I'm like, man, what are you doing? Camera, I, camera, I, I, <laughs> I think he yelled, go for F2. Go, go, go for, yes. Because what do we got to lose? He got no chance of making one. We got a 50-50 chance of, of, go, uh, of getting two. Skip, they said no kicker has ever missed uh, 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 four uh, extra points dating back to 1932. And that's where the official stats started being kept. Yeah. So we, and, and it's not a regular season. He did this in the playoff. He might have this record for a long time. We might be in 2032. And they said no kicker has ever missed four PATs in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. And it's his. Look, I get it, and, and Dak was absolutely right. He said that I got to have confidence in him, but Skip, I, I don't, I don't. I hope it doesn't come down to a field goal. I really don't. I really do. I hope it doesn't come down to that because I'm sorry. It, he's shaking. He's shaking my confidence in him. Yep. Skip, he has. It's funny. My friends know not to text me, especially during a Cowboy game. I got bombarded with friend texts, <laughs> and they were all about Brett the Fret because he had returned. Just like Freddy Krueger, when I, when I least expected it, he returned. You should have closed your eyes, I dude. shouldn't have closed my eyes. So the irony of this is, <clears throat> I did the top of my podcast a couple of weeks back about my pettest peeve about your game. <laughs> I despise kickers and field goal kicking. Not them personally, just it. Because it's so unfair to your game, the game that you played at the highest <laughs> level. You were one of the fearless warriors who, who fight it out for 59 minutes and 59 seconds yeah. only to watch a little former soccer player trot onto the turf and decide the game for you. Right. You might have caught 12 balls for 200 <laughs> yards, and it doesn't matter Got because it. it all comes down to a soccer-style swing of the leg. It's just like a golf swing, and they come and they go. And when they go south, they usually stay yeah. south. Right. So I have advocated for years to abolish kicking, but they're not going to do it because it's wildly exciting for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. See last night. Right. But I always say, yes, why don't you just keep going for it? Because if it's fourth and four at the opponent's 35 yard line and you know, now you just say, well, let's see if we can make a 50 some yard field goal. Well, just go for it. Just keep going for it. What if you abolished it? Yeah. You would keep punting in the game, but you'd abolish kicking. But so, Skip, if you if you watch his body language, he had lost all confidence. Sure. Those kicks weren't even close. Now he's starting to try to get, try to aim it in the upright and he okay. hit the upright. Mm-hmm. But the first two, I'm like, bro. How the hell did you miss it by that much? They were nonchalant and they were slices, if we can do golf terms. Yes. Not a shank. It's, that just goes straight right. right. These are just sliced because he was nonchalant and he did not follow completely through to the upright. He kind of just lollygagged yeah. it to the right. And then on the third try, he says, I'm going to overcompensate. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I hook he this. And he just smother hooked it <laughs> up against the left upright. Right. And then the fourth one. He goes high wide, and it nicks the top, top of the upright, but it's wide. That's the one. That, no, that's the second one, I believe. This is the third the one. Yep, this is the pull hook. And then this is the one where he says, I'm going to get this airborne, and it nicks the top of the upright. Okay. <laughs> so <clears throat> I've been at this for a long time, and I'm here to tell you, once they lose it, they lose it. It, it starts to, go, to border on Chuck Knobloch or Rick Ann Keel, or if I can do golf, David Duvall right. or Ian Baker Finch. 
David Duvall and Ian Baker Finch got to the point they could not hit their driver in the fairway. They had so many demons. They're changing their swing so much that it's going left, it's going right, it's army golf, left, right, left, right. And they get so bad, they have to quit. Right. Well, usually with these kickers, Coach Lander always used to tell me, it's just like golf, I try to teach the kicker just to, to do a golf swing, right. right? Once it goes south, especially at th this point in the especially season. Especially in the game. Right. It's like, oh, my God, I got the demons, and I'm not going to be able to get them out of my head in time for San Francisco. Right. So my gut gut feeling is you need to bring somebody else in. But there were two saving graces last night. He did make the very last kick, right. and that's what I think Jerry's hanging on right. to. Okay. He made the last one, and it was right down Broadway. It looked just like all the, the ones that he made this year. And the other point was – he did not miss a field goal last night because he didn't Man, attempt. Let him kick you. Okay, Man, well, let him kick you. okay, so he didn't have one to miss. But the point is, when they started calling him Money Mar, I loved him this year. Remember, he's on his second go around here because they dumped him once. Because of why? Because, because of, of stuff that. like that. Because of that. Okay, so this year he was 29 of 32 field goals. That's 90.6%. Let's call it 91%. Yeah. 91%. That'll work. Pretty good. He was 9 of 11 from 50-plus yards. That'll really work. Right. He kicked a 60-yarder, didn't he? 60-yarder. Okay. And I thought McCarthy aired when he didn't let him try. It was still in the daylight at oh, Green Bay because it's 53 in, in overtime. And then I saw that Thunderfoot for the Rams at nighttime mm -hmm. in much colder temperatures made one from 56 yards. Right. Well, you might as well let him try because he's got a big leg. Right. So – the point is, they're trying to hang on to the recent past right. and hope that he could get it back together for field goals at San Francisco. Right. Because whatever chance, look, do, do I listen? They should have won last night because they're just better. Right? They're yes. better yes. in every yes. way, shape, yes. and form. Yes. But now you glad it didn't come down to a kick. You you were you're so lucky because <laughs> it, you left four points on the table. But what if you miss three field goals? Then you leave 12 points on the table. Yeah. That's how you lose yeah. a playoff yes. game. But right? let me ask you this, Skip. You said you was mentioning David Duvall and you mentioned yep. Chuck Knobloch. Yep. What about Christian Valdivia in the British Open in 99? I, think I mean, he just made bad choices. But he didn't lose his swing. But I think the thing is, Skip, that when it, once he hit the ball in the water the first time, yeah. he couldn't get it back. Okay. So let me no, ask you. No, I, I get you. You unravel psychologically. Right. So do you, do you believe he can get it back just for even – even if he doesn't go completely in the tank, yep. do you believe he can get it back? Do you think he has the mental fortitude because you have, you have to have a strong, a strong mind to, to kick? Because you're going to miss some, and they're going to be in crucial situations. You might cost your team a game. He didn't cost his team the game, so he doesn't. He should. He feels bad that he missed four PATs, but he didn't cost his team. Do you believe he can get it back for Sunday? Okay, you're asking me my gut feeling. Your gut feeling. No. I just don't. <laughs> so you have to hope you can work around him. Right. Maybe if you have a fourth and three or four, you just go for it. Ooh. And you hope he can make his extra point kicks because you, they're just they're going to add up. This is going to be a close game. Yes. You do realize, Gip, yeah. that he missed the first extra point in the game. You know it's over, right? You know he ain't getting it back. Or he gets yeah. one blocked. Yeah, but the point is it's so late which kicker off the street are you going to bring in and say, I trust you? I'm going to throw you into the fire at San Francisco. Because he hadn't kicked all year. The likelihood he probably hadn't kicked all year. Maybe. There, there's still guys out there who are, you know, decent. Yeah. But it just depends on what's your confidence level. 
at this moment in this you're game. Stuck, you're stuck with him, Skip. I, you're stuck with him. I, I just, like I said, I understand what Jerry's saying. Jerry's like, nah, he's made enough good ones. But Jerry's basically saying, where, where can we go and get a kicker? We can't get Justin Tucker. He's, you know, he's gainfully employed with the Ravens. And by yeah. the way, when I talk about abolishing kicking, it's not going to happen. And what do I always say? If I owned and operated an NFL team, I promise you, I would try to draft one in the first round. If I thought that kid could change right. your life. Right. Well, but you it, never know, Skip, because I think Justin Tucker was undrafted. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you, you know, sometimes they take a punter in the first round. I think Russell Erkslaven. The Saints took they him did. in the first round out of Texas. They did. I mean, Janikowski went in the first round to the Ra- Raiders. I thought he lived up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though he could be a little wild. Yeah, yeah. You know, he had that stole in his boots. He kicked <laughs> that did. shoe. He kicked it a long way. Okay. But I'm just saying, the score is hard because we see a lot of college kickers, Skip, and all of a sudden they don't become great NFL kickers. No, but <clears throat> the conclusion of my podcast the other day was I said, I promise you out there in the audience, this year could be your team whose playoff fate is blown up oh, by yeah. one of these silly little kickers yeah. who go south. And the irony was I was actually speaking to me right. because it's my team right. that's now on the hottest seat with a kicker who, when I watched those interviews right. last night, he looked like he had just seen a ghost. Yeah. His ghost. Yes. That's what he looked mm-hmm. like. Because he was, you want to talk about deer right. in headlights after the game like this? Because – he, he doesn't often even get right. interviewed because nobody really right, cares, right? right? That, and that's a good thing. You yeah. don't want to get interviewed yeah. <laughs> unless you kick a, a 50-something, 60-something-yard game winner. But, Skip, like the, the, the kicker in Buffalo that missed the one in the Super Bowl, and that seemed, I think that was probably the, the Bills' best chance to win it yep. in 90 when they lost to, uh, I think they lost in Tampa mm-hmm. to the Giants. Yep. Was he, was he ever the same? No. And he went down in infamy because you can. You, it, you're, you're never to be forgotten for the wrong reason, right? right? Yeah. I mean, Jackie Smith is in the Hall of Fame, Skip. But what, what is he known for, Skip? I was there. <laughs> you, what is he known for? He dropped it. Dropped it. It was a little pop pass. Roger right, threw it like right this, like here. And it, he yeah. got caught in between. Do I catch it with my hands? Do I catch And it... Whoop. It was soft. It was so soft that it was too easy. Yeah. And, and, he, and he's in the Hall of Fame because he was great. He was really good. Yeah. He was he, really the first big pass catcher that exclusively caught the ball. Yeah. With these little guys... More bad can happen than good. That's the problem. And on the 49ers side of things, guys, they've got longtime veteran Robbie Gold. He's a perfect 29 of 29 in postseason PATs. Mm -hmm. All right, Tom Brady. Obviously, his season's over after the Buccaneers fall to the Cowboys 31-14. Brady had 351 passing yards on 66 attempts, guys. That is the second most ever in a playoff game. Brady also had two touchdowns and then that expensive red zone interception. After the game, Brady non-committal about his playing future when asked what's next. Shannon, is it time for Brady to say goodbye to at least actively playing football? Skip the guys. I don't want to be, I I hate telling guys because I understand because there's nothing going to scratch that itch like playing competitive sports, be it basketball, football, baseball. I don't want to tell the guy to walk away, but I will say this. I just believe the days of him being the Tom Brady of consistently doing what we've become accustomed to him doing, Skip, I believe that's over. Because here's a guy now, Skip, at 45, he'll be 46 if he were to play next year. Skip, you don't get tougher as you get older. You're going to want to, you're going to, want to less take hits. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is, is that he didn't get enough on the ball because the rush was coming and he, he flinched. He didn't get the ball to Auden because the rush was coming, and he didn't want to drive the ball <sighs> because you don't want to take those shots to the chops. Yep, that those is li- a fact. Those, yeah. Listen, 
I like to think I was a tough SOB, Skip, but as I started to get older, man, I started running out of bounds a little bit more than I did when I was younger. Those licks hurt. Mm. And I like to think I'm made of a little bit more <laughs> substance than Tom Brady because I lift iron. Tom does a lot of band work. So Tom ain't really trying to take those hits. And I wasn't going to have 300-pounders weren't going to be landing on me. Those are going to be linebackers mm. and DBs. But the licks hurt. So I, I, I just <clears> – why did we leave last night, Skip? What had Tom shown you all year long? Skip, of, of 12 quarterbacks that played this weekend, he had the second lowest QBR, only behind Skyler of Miami. Tom was 24.1, Skyler was 22.6. I have seen enough this year. I'm saying, guys, Tom is not the same. What, what, I'm not trying to diminish what the man has done. He went to 10 Super Bowls. He won seven, five MVPs, three, three regular season MVPs, 100,000 passing yards. But, guys, if you can look at Tom Brady and say he's playing with the same consistency that he always has, you're fooling yourself. And everybody says, I don't see anything wrong with his arm. Most guys that can run fast will still be able to run fast in year 10. Darryl Green can still run fast in year 20. But he wasn't the same. And he tell you, he wasn't the same. The lateral quickness wasn't the same. <clears throat> the transitioning wasn't the same. Tom is not the same, Skip. Unless you can go somewhere. Now, if you go put him behind the Eagles offensive line, Somebody that they got that he's gonna have 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004 to throw the ball, he can survive. But if that offensive line is not top tier, it's gonna be it's gonna be get get harder and harder for him to play because he wants to get his hit less and less. Yep. Okay, I hear everything you just said. I believe he will play again next year. I do not believe it'll be in Tampa. I think he sees the handwriting all over the locker room walls because he sits back right now, and you can say he's deluding himself, but he's saying my offensive line was a shambles compared to what it was last year and the year before because I lost two Pro Bowl guards, right. and I lost my center all the way until last night, right. and my left tackle was hurt and awful most of the year because he led the league in holding penalties. My right tackle missed four games and never quite got right after a high ankle sprain. So he's telling himself right now, I just didn't have protection because they did finish 24th in pass, block, win, rate. Right. Then he's saying, I had zero running game the whole year. We were dead last except for that first game at Dallas. <laughs> we had 151 because playoff Lenny had 127. But after that, we couldn't run a lick. So I couldn't play fake. There was no play action to it. And I wanted to go faster, and for whatever reason, the coaches didn't want to go faster with, with the hurry-up too much. Right. And his, his wide receivers, he had no speed. He thought Julio was going to provide speed, and Julio got hurt in the opener at Dallas mm -hmm. and stayed hurt. Last night, he looked about as healthy as he, he looked, looked all last year. night. Yeah, I liked him last night. But the point is, Brady's going to hang on to 432 against Carolina in the money game for the division. Right. Three touchdowns to Mike Evans and a quarterback sneak for a fourth touchdown. He'll hang on to that, and he'll hang on to the one throw he threw Julio, if we could show it again real quick, the 30-yarder to Julio. This is what he'll, – he'll go through the, the early offseason right. thinking, well, I did do this. I did do this. But you see yeah, what type okay. of yeah, – Have yeah, you given that kind of time? I, I got it. He had time, and he was able to hit that back foot and bounce on it one time, and then he unleashed. He can still throw it. And then the throw to Mike Evans at the two-minute warning, if we could see that this is this one again, but at the two-minute warning, he throws a very sweet deep ball. I mean, I don't know that you can throw it much better than this. Can't. 
And I just thought Mike was going to catch it. But the point is, Brady in his mind's eye is going to see the Julio throw and that throw and remember 432, and he's going to say, okay, I got it in me. I got one more year in me. And now the question is, is it in Tampa? No, No. it can't be because there's there's not enough there. The cupboard is getting bare and bare. But but here's the thing, Skip. That goes to what you're saying tells you what what I've been saying is that, yes – you can have a game like that, but they you, come you with great, they okay. come with less frequency. All right. And now, Skip, look what he's done. I mean, the cupboard was bare when he left in New England. The yep. cupboard is bare now. See, now you've si- re-signed all these guys. You're stuck with them. You and are. now he's off on to greener pastors. Okay. Why you stuck you, with, a Chris stuck. Go- with a Chris stuck. Godwin and all these guys? But you did get a Super Bowl out. Yes! Right? It's yes. kind of like the Rams, you know, F them picks. Right. Well, they, they got a Super Bowl. Yes. Look at them now. Yes. Okay. There's a team out there that has moved several times and is now residing in Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's just made for him if he wants to do this, if he wants to start over a third time. Right. But obviously, it's the Las Vegas Raiders. Obviously, it's that wide receiver who still could be the best in the oh, game. Oh, Devontae, absolutely. And it's that tight end as a pass Waller. catcher. He's right up there with anybody. And it's little got, Hunter Renfro who yeah. can do some of that. They got some, the nice, they got some nice pieces. Right? Yeah. And the running back led the league in combined rush. He led in rush yards, yeah. Okay, all right. So you've got that. I don't think the offensive line is great. It's so not. He's going to question that. I don't think the defense is great. It's he's not. He's going to question that. But there is a guy who is still the head coach, a guy you're not real fond of as a head coach. Right. Josh McDaniels. Can he call it? Well, he called it for years for Brady. He did. And that may be his forte. He right. mu- he's probably a much better play caller than he is a CEO head, yes, head coach. I agree. Okay. Mark Davis is known for making splashes. He tried to make one with Gruden with a 10-year contract, and that blew up in his face. You don't think he'd like to have Brady for one or two more years? He, sure he sell would. A, sell a lot more it, tickets. It sells. It just sells. Okay. Here's the question for Brady. It takes a lot of energy to start over because yeah. you got to go in and meet every everybody's new. Right. You got to make new friends. You got to you got to get to know fifty, however many guys are on the squad. Half the battle is over. You know yep. the offense. You know the offense. You know the verbiage like at the back of your hand because you heard it for twenty years. Okay, but I don't know. At some point, you wore out with yeah. all the trappings yeah. of it. Not yeah. the game day. Yeah. The game day's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's easy. But but all the preparation, yeah. all but the he, But he seems to love that more than the game day. He, he might. But but there's just – I just know on my little level, when I left Bristol, Connecticut and came here, we were kind of starting over. Yeah. And you came along. Yeah. And, and we said, let's do this yeah. thing. Man, it took a lot out of me. It did. It, it, it takes it took, a lot. It, it, took, it took a while for me to embrace, like, I'm in L.A. Yeah. L.A. is my home now. Atlanta, okay. I no longer view Atlanta as my home, even though I still have a home there. Yeah. I view L.A. as my okay. home now. I got it. It just took a lot out yeah. of both of us to do it, yeah. to, to make it work, and we put it on the map. But you know what, it took a while. what I found out? That once you move, it's easier to move again. Okay. Tom Brady's move. He moved, left New England. That was the hardest part, Skip, to leave New England after 20 years. Yeah. It won't be nearly as hard to leave Tampa. I don't know. I just don't know. At some point, you just run out of mental gas right. for all the stuff that goes with it. Right. All this the was a, press this conferences. Was, this, this year was different. Yep. He went a lot. He had a, a lot went on mm-hmm. off the field, which maybe had some carryover to on the field. I'm sure. It now did. a year. Now six months, eight months, a year removed from that. Yep. Is his mind freer? Is he in a much better place? Is he a, is, is he in a much healthier place that he says, you know what? I got that behind me. The situation that's resolved. The kids are in a good spot. Okay. Let me, but 
But at what scale? I mean, you want to play one more year? You want to play two more years? I mean, what is it? You want to go to 48? I mean, you want to go to 50? I mean, but what's the, what, what's the end, Skip? Can Tom, do, can Tom do anything to make you look at him in a different light? So if he won another Super Bowl, it's not going to change. You already said he's the GOAT. Okay. He was the GOAT at five Super Bowls. He, he was, was the GOAT at six. He's the GOAT. Okay. So eight doesn't change anything this for me. It's about personal happiness because I think he looks down the way, down the trail, and says, well, I like golf, but I don't love golf like your big Man, you got does. 400 million waiting on you here. Okay. Here. <laughs> yes, I, here. I got, yeah, okay. here. Will it scratch the itch? And by the way, we would love to have him here next yes. year. Yes. But will it scratch the itch? No, 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 nothing, nothing, okay. nothing. No, 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 nothing. Nothing Not a, does. No, and and I've, I've said that, I've said that in jest. No, money, money can't scratch, can't scratch. No, I'm just talking about talking about football. No. Is nothing. No, well, not you, you, you can yes, attest to yes, this better than anybody. Yeah. You, you can talk and talk and talk about it. It ain't but, playing. But it's not playing. And you you can talk about what you see, Skip, but you can't control anything. Because I might have, man, I would have did this, I would have done that. And he's going to say, well, you know, this is what you You know, I, you see uh, Kurt Warner drawing a play. You see Dorian Lowski. But, yeah, you draw a play, but that's not out there in it. You can't do anything about it. And that's probably going to be the hardest thing. Because when he goes and talks to those quarterbacks and we're watching film, He's out of this, and all he had to do was that, and that would have been a touchdown, but you should have did this. Yep. But nothing's okay, going to scratch it. it. Nothing. Nothing. Right. And now it comes to a matter of health. It seemed like he got through the year fairly unscathed, but yeah. I don't know for a fact. Right. But it just looked like, given the injury reports and the way he sort of handled himself, he looked like he was fairly healthy. Last night, he took some shots. Right. And I guarantee you, even though he's protected – I guarantee you, when he gets out of bed this morning, if yeah. he's probably still asleep. But he looks frail, Skip. He looks thin. Okay. He's like well, he lost some weight. Well, I mean, he, obviously. I, mean, I think going, he lost some weight going through a divorce yeah. during the season. You, you, about, you about to took, yeah. me, took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. Consider what he was going through. He probably wasn't eating a whole lot. He not, not like he eat a whole lot anyway. Nope. So he was eating a little <laughs> less than that. But, Skip, the, the, problem, the thing is, is that Tom is going to fool himself because he's going to look at the final score and he's going to look at the outcome of the game. He's like, we have for Tom. Go back and look at the totality of your season. You didn't play good this year. Last night, it came to fruition just how bad your season had gone. It and it looked – and people were like, but man, Tom looked – Tom, this, this was him. He scored – did you realize how many points he's – how many times he scored? Yep, 14? I got, I got it. Yet, last offseason, our big issue was, what does Giselle think? And clearly, she had made it clear, I, I just Come don't want to play baby. anymore because he – she, she said that he had told her in the past, I have had some concussions. Yes. And she's saying, I don't want any more right. concussions. It's time to stop. I think the thing is she got most <clears throat> upset about, Skip, she got tired of being a single married yeah. woman. Okay. Well, she's not anymore. <laughs> right. right. You know what I'm saying, Skip? Because she's like, hold I on, Tom. It. I'm getting up, getting, I'm going to all the recitals and the soccer practice and she this was. and this and this. I, I and I'm it. doing all of this. I got it. I'm and in the carpool. Right. While you're doing what you absolutely love. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my kids, too. But I, I got some things I would like to do. Okay. I got some business interests I'd like to have. Okay, so the point is she's not the priority no, 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 because no, they're no. not together. They're not together, right, okay. right. So here we go. It's going right. to be very interesting, but, but as usual, he's going to have to make this choice fairly, fairly quickly. Yeah. So you said if he plays, it's yeah. in Oakland. I mean, damn, Las Vegas. Exactly. The Raiders. And I, I do know for a fact Tampa badly wants him back right. if he would come back. Right. But – I just don't see how he wants to come back. Yeah, but what changes, Skip? Okay. Well, again, is Byron left it? I don't even know where this story came from that he's going to be fired. Yeah. But, but the point is, 
if he's going to be fired, it's not for Tom Brady. No, you no. could say it could be because of Tom Brady, right. but it's not to make him happy right. because I just don't think he has any interest in going back. Who, Byron? No, no, Tom. I don't think Byron is attached to Tom's no, no, no. happiness in, in no, Tampa. No, I, I don't think so either. Yeah. I just think some things that happened in Tampa, maybe Byron felt that he should have given, gotten more consideration for the head job. Well, he uh, should have. And, and they just yeah. basically just handed it to they him. Did. Um, and then maybe, uh, and you know, I heard some things that maybe his behavior, his attitude toward being in Tampa changed. He's like, it's work. I'm going to yeah. treat y'all as work. Everybody's work now. Well, now it feels like the whole thing's going to unravel and they're going to have to start over. Right. So and you got some big high-dollar value guys who have contracts. Dude. You got Devin White's going to want a con- new contract. Yep. But you got some big high-dollar guys like, uh, mm-hmm. is it how, how cost-effective is it, practical is it, to keep bringing these guys back with if we got a lesser-tier quarterback? Because this team is built to compete for a Super Bowl right now. Yeah, I got it. And without Tom Brady, are we sure no. they can compete? No. They can't. Okay. Well, you might have to start tearing it down then, Skip. I agree. Could be a lot of off-season moves for that Tampa Bay front office. We will see, gentlemen. All right. How excited, Shannon, should Lakers fans be with LeBron's 48 points from last night? I need to go get the gold Let's man. jump into a little NBA action on the man. other side of this break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. LeBron James putting up 48 points last night in the Lakers' 140-132 victory over the Rockets. LeBron also, eight rebounds, nine assists, stuff in that stat sheet. Russell Westbrook, meanwhile, managed 24 points off the bench and did not commit a single turnover. Ooh, Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from this Lakers matchup? <laughs> Go! Mm. Mm. Yeah, baby. It's been a while. Don't do that, Skip. Don't do that, Skip. Mm. Skip, why you do that? Mm. Why you do that? Why you try to undermine my man? <laughs> Hold on. You talking about it's been a while since he turned 38 years of age. Do you realize he's averaging 37 points a game, 10 rebounds, and 9 assists? Leading the league in points, rebounds, and assists in that stretch huh. since he turned 38. Huh. 
What, what's their record? Yeah, that, 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 we'll get to that in a minute. We're going to get to that in a minute. And they needed, put my glass door right here. Mm. Oh, man. Now you can see. Man, when I look at this stat sheet, I'm like, he did all that? Yeah. The man had, hold on, 16 or 26. Is that good? 11 or 12 from the free throw line. Is that good? It's real. 50% weird. from the three. And they needed every last point. It wasn't no stat. Oh, he was pat. No, 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 Skip. Did you realize that LeBron James is the first guy? To score, they scored 113 points with LeBron on the court and didn't have a single turnover with that man. He the first guy in the NBA here to do that. You know that, Skip? Mm. They had two turnovers, which is a Lakers franchise record. Mm. By the way, LeBron plus Russ, zero turnovers? Those two together had zero? I told you the GOAT was going. Didn't I tell you GOAT was going to make up for what transpired the other night? Well, just the night before. Yeah. Yes. But he didn't have the ball in his hand. When the ball was in his hand last night, what did he do, Skip? Down the stretch. Yep. Down the, in the fourth quarter, 20 points, and then he made four free throws in the final 40 seconds to seal the ball game. Mm. That's what he's capable of. He is. It's just a matter of time. You know what's going to happen, Skip. Mm. He's going to get 50. Mm. Might get that Wednesday night. Mm. You know what? That might call for me to come. Mm. He, he might pass Kareem on Wednesday night. Now, there you go. You, he said, you, that man ain't going to score. The, you know that man 300 points away from Kareem. But it's, it's just a matter of time. It's inevitable. Tell me you didn't like what you saw last night. Okay. It is my turn, and I got to get a new TV. Because what? I did love, for the most part, what I saw. Okay. What did you like? I don't want to know what didn't you like. The first thing I didn't like is there's a big asterisk on this game because <laughs> it's against the lowly Rockets. Would you Not believe the, the Houston Rockets have the worst record in the NBA? You have the worst team in the NBA at home. Man, shouldn't you win that game by 20? No. Skip, them guys young. They, skip, they run all night. You see they have a 17-point lead, mm-hmm. and within two, three minutes, they don't cut it all the way down to two. You had a 17-point yeah, lead. Yeah, the Lakers yeah. did. They're 10-34. and 34. They have lost 34 out of 44 games, and they took you to the wire. And I will give you this. LeBron finally closed a game, and it was – Seriously, it might have been the first game I've seen him close in about two years because I know what happened this year didn't happen because remember the Indiana game at home, that was brutal. Then remember what happened at 76ers in overtime, that was brutal. Then remember Boston at home in overtime, that was brutal. And then remember what happened against the Hornets at the end of the game, ran out of his shoe and they missed the shot, that was brutal. And then remember the Luka game in the fourth quarter and two overtimes, LeBron scores four total points. Four total points. Was he fouled? Yes. Okay. Uh, he was fouled. Yes, that's what they said. What could you he mean have that? Gone, that's, that's you what they said, said it too. You said yeah, it first. Uh, okay, but could he have gone to the free throw line and made one out of two? I hope so. Oh, I really? The man so. just made 11 or 12 okay. last night. You talk about you hope I'm so. Talk, these are the ones for the money. Those are the ones that he's shaking. He's a money man. So just the night before against Philadelphia, over the last 319 of the game, LeBron couldn't close. He made a shot at 319, and then he didn't make another shot. He missed a big shot. He had a big turnover, and then he didn't go get the ball from Russ, and he let Russ screw it up at the end. He we didn't owed, let him. He okay, did. Well, he just he did. did. It <laughs> and so back-to-back, he played, and I honor that he played, and he played 36 Six minutes. minutes. That's very good. And all your numbers that you threw out were beautiful because they're big time. They're astonishing numbers for a 38-year-old. <clears throat> now let's look at what happened at the end of the game. With 10-13 left, he made his final three of the game, and it put them up 13 points. Well, you would think they'd just run away with it at that point, right? No. Okay, you're up 13, and he tries four more threes in the fourth quarter, and he missed all four of them. 
And because he missed those four threes, they creep back in and they creep back in and they make a shot and they make a shot and they creep back in. But finally, to LeBron James' credit, if we can see what happened, let me get my notes here. This is, okay, this is with uh, 50 seconds left. You're up two, and and he takes this shot right here. It's a little 17-foot glass shot. And that is big time because that is a dagger shot. That's a money, that's a money player. Yeah, that's well, – Look at it. He a money player, Skip. Well, he hadn't been for he a He a money time. player. So he, he makes that shot to put them up four. And then Eric Gordon goes to the other end. And it's been a while since I've seen one of these. If we could see what Eric Gordon did at the other end, when you have a chance to cut it to two and it's still going to be a back-and-forth game, he goes down to the other end. Poor Eric Gordon. He'd made a couple of shots, and he shoots an air ball layup. I don't, where did that come from? Because he's worried about the GOAT. He know where the GOAT normally throwing up out of that return to sender. He know he's putting his return to sender. He didn't look that afraid of the GOAT. Yeah, you see what he do. I, clearly, he was afraid of the, the GOAT. The GOAT didn't even jump. He, but he didn't know he wasn't going to jump. The GOAT watched. He, did, he, okay, he, so, knew, he didn't know he wasn't okay, going to jump. So though. the point is, after that air ball, LeBron goes to the free throw line with 40 seconds left. And he made both free throws to put them up six. And then he goes back with 6.6 seconds left. And, made, and he made the two free throws. But there's no real pressure because it puts you up eight. And that was the final What about score. the pressure to make that bank, that 17-foot bank That was it. Up. I told you, that is a clutch okay, shot. Okay, then. And yet, I, it's been years since I've it seen ain't a been no like years. So you stopped it no years. I haven't seen a shot like that. Do you, I guess you don't remember the, the playing tournament against Golden State. I guess you don't remember. The, I guess you don't remember the. Uh, that, that was wasn't that three years ago? It feels like whatever, it. <laughs> right? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't last year. No, nah, it was two, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, two years. But you remember it though, right? Well, do I? Sure. Okay, then. And, and that was when he admitted I got poked in the eye and I saw three baskets and, he and did? I picked the middle one and it went in. Did he get poked okay. in the eye? You door make it, number one, two, or three. You I make it see, door number two. Did he get poked in the eye? You <laughs> saw how I read as I was. Draymond did it. No, he got poked in the eye, yeah. but he said he was seeing triples. Draymond thought he was going bowling in. Well, he did. He poked him right in the eye. Yeah. Okay, so. He's got 48 points. It's 48 okay, points. So, this is the NBA team, though, right? It's the Houston Rockets the NBA so team. would you believe that LeBron last night made five out of ten threes? It's a rare hot streak. I told you. Okay. I told you. you. You said he was going to get hot. So he heated all the way up to, guess what his percentage is now for the season? What? 29.3. Percent from three. Talk to me on Thursday. That, We've been the 30 percent okay, time, 31 percent. That, that ranks 151st out of 153. We, we, okay, one, you come up from the bottom because you were dead last. We're we going to be in the, before us, I, I think we probably get to the one teens. Okay, and last night, Russ went 0 for 3 from three, no surprise, and he fell behind you because he's now 152 out of 153. The 153 is Jalen uh, Noel. So that, that's who you're competing with. You and Russ. You, you, we're we're averaging 29, 8, and 7. Yep. Okay. Beautiful. But look at the one loss record. It's 20 and 24. Skip, has anybody in year 20 <laughs> ever been a top 10 player in the year in the year that we're the 20th year in the league? Mm. We are top 10 player. Mm. I can make a case we top five still. Mm. Still. I can make a case you're not even a top 50 closer of games. No, 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 but no. That's a whole nother. Whatever. Issue. It ain't 50 better closer. I, I, I'm going to feel sorry for LeBron if he passes Kareem with a team that is sub 500 because it's looking like it's got a possibility. We're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. We're going to be I, in the playoffs. I would hope so. you got LeBron freaking James. AD is on the doorstep of coming back. Who and said that? Ru- Russell Westbrook is, is sixth man of the year. Look what he did last night. Russ, he scores 24 points off the bench in 32 minutes. That's sixth man of the year, right? Yeah, I mean, Nine I, of 16. 
plus 19 again the other night. Yep. It was always the guy had the highest plus minus. 40, Skip, the man is 38. And yes. since he turned 38 two weeks ago, he got three. Three of them. 40-point game, a 48, a 47, and a 43. And had a 38, could have had another one. Wouldn't it be shameful if you pass Kareem and don't make the playoffs? It ain't going to be shameful or nothing. Second straight year? Hold on. Like you tell me, Brady, uh, uh, is Brady's resume complete? He already did that, right? So anything that he did after that is gravy. Yep. Hey, all we doing is gravy. He's got seven out of ten Super Bowls. You have four out of ten NBA Finals. So you're four and six, and he's seven and three. All I know is, right? is, is, is LeBron <laughs> looking as bad as Brady looked this year? Uh, is LeBron looking that bad, yes or no? No, he's not. But LeBron is 20 and 24 as we speak. You got with eight now, you eight and ten. And by the way, Tom Brady did lead the NFL in fourth quarter passing yards and fourth quarter touchdowns, so he is the all-time greatest closer and still closes yep. at the highest level. He just has a hard time in the first three quarters. Let me ask you a question. LeBron owns the first three quarters, and then in the fourth, you better hide your eyes. How many times did he go into the fourth quarter with a lead? That's why he's leading in touchdown passes and yards in the fourth quarter, because he's all the way behind. I got it. Well, so is LeBron for the most part, but he pads the stats in the first quarter. Oh, they don't pad no stats. So, hold on. So, he padded stats last night. So, they didn't need all 48 of those points. They did. They did, and they, they needed to make one more three, and it wouldn't even been close yeah. down the stretch, and he missed his last How do you four. have a stat line, Skip? You got a stat line like this, 48, 8, and 9, mm. and zeros across the board. Yeah, and by the and way. And no zeros. He's been making his free throws at a high clip. <laughs> he's, he's now at 75.8% of the year. So I'll call it 76. That ranks 92nd out of 120. 90 seconds. Hold on, so you mean to tell me there's only 120 NBA players? So yeah. ain't nobody else shot no free throws, huh? They're, they're qualified who, to, to shoot enough free throws to qualify. There are 120 of those. Yes. And he's the 92nd worst of those. That's okay. Okay, because 75%, I'll call it 76, is, is not so very are good. are you telling me there's 93 play, better uh, players than LeBron? No, I'm okay. just telling you there are a bunch of better, there are 90. Yeah! One better free throw shooter. That ain't saying nothing. Yeah. But I bet you I bet you wouldn't take five of those guys over him. No, but they're called free throws. And we reason. made 11 of them. Free. We made 11 free throws last okay, night. You've been on a binge. Ah! Free throws and we'll see because they 80% by the end of the year. You think so? Okay, I think we have a better. We got a bet for 77%. 77? That's all we got to do. Is that right? Yep. I don't remember that. We can pull the tape. We, we also have a bet that you're going to shoot threes better than Kevin Durant. Well, KD out, so you disqualified. You, <laughs> no. can't be, no, no, you can't take a year off. You can't take a month he, off he of work. Will, he will re-qualify for this because he'll shoot enough. He'll be back soon. <laughs> but here's the thing. He could be going down. He could have a, a, a streak where he go like three or four games and don't shoot well. Yep. But now he out. Mm. You're such a hater. No, I'm not. <laughs> LeBron is a pathetic three-point shooter. He's got to stop it. He just got to. No, don't stop it. Yeah. Start it. Mm. Got some for, hey, you know we got some for Sacktown. Mm. Ooh, I got, I feel a, do you feel that? I feel a 50-point breeze. Do you? The rain, he, the, the, the wind blew the rain out and blew a 50-pointer in. De'Aaron Fox? He's going to score 50? Oh, De'Aaron Fox. Sabonis, oh, too. Oh. Richard Holmes? Um, I thought you meant they were going to score 50. Who? De'Aaron Fox. He owned you guys. No. Did, did, did you not see we just did it to them up there? <laughs> I saw did we not? Did you not see good. what we did? It was good. That was your best game you've had in like three months. You have been, we got more to come. Okay. Got more to come. I, I keep waiting to watch it. Little goat. It's been a long time since you've been out, but you better come make yeah. regular appearance. Shannon, you just wore the goat mask 
for a victory over the worst team in the NBA. So over the on. worst team. I know you, you just wore I know you ain't talking. You just and you had a you had you came out here and had a parade. Yeah. We had a parade out there right there on Pico. We did because Tom Brady threw for four thirty two against Carolina. Oh, I thought you meant about my Cowboys. No, 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 no. The, not the, the parade Cowboys. is right after our show out <laughs> on Pico. Well, I tell it's, you what, it's a, it's a y'all pre, really got the way I'm it, running it's over. A, people. It's a pre-Super Bowl parade for my Cowboys. Oh, that is that's a pre-Super Bowl. Yeah, pre, we do pre-parades. <laughs> This man win one it's game, had one of the role playoff game in eight years, and now he's saying they're going to the Super Bowl. 30 years. It's 0 and 8. Yes. Yes. 0 and 8. Well, at least I don't wear a goat mask on beating the lowly Rockets' okay. the worst team. Now, see, that look, look at the radio motion. Now, you came in here last, you came in here Monday after y'all caught that L by uh, 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 Washington. Yeah, I did. And then you're done. I'm Dak. I'm done. I'm done with that. Well, now you back on Dak Trey. I, I picked him last night, and I said they're going to win convincingly, and they did. You picking them against Amran? Yep. Oh, uh, you got to do? Sure we do. Uh, I get the four, though. No, you'll get nothing. I do, too. You, no, no, no. Dak, Dak Prescott just had the greatest game by a it's Cowboy quarterback C-Mac. in the playoffs history. It's C-Mac. Uh, it's and you, Kyle Shanahan. And did you tell me Tony Pollard's a little better well, than C-Mac? You I told did. me he's just a little better okay, than C-Mac. Okay, well, I, I, well, I... Well, give me the four points, then. I'm true to my school. And you told me C.D. Lamb better than Debo. Huh? He is better. I'll take him over Debo. Okay. I will. Okay. You, you got one coming this Sunday night. <laughs> I got one You're going to have a hard Monday in here. That's oh, all no, I no. got to say. Uh, oh, Purdy. Uh, oh, Mr. Purdy. Oh, man, he's Purdy. <laughs> don't, go, don't get me Sitting by Mr. Purdy. Mr. Relevant. <laughs> we changed his name. We took the yeah. her off it. Good luck. He most oh, certainly no. is Mr. Relevant now. We're going to jump into that matchup in just a second, guys. But back to LeBron for just a moment. For everybody keeping track. He is 315 points away from tying Kareem, 316 away from setting a new record. Countdown is on. (laughs) All right. Skip and Shannon cannot wait to discuss this one. And we have got to get some dew flowing, guys, on this. Are the Cowboys too big of an underdog against the 49ers? (laughs) Skip and Shannon, break it all down when we come back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Advancing to face the 49ers thanks to that 31-14 demolition of the Buccaneers last night. Dak Prescott and Dallas are four-point underdogs heading into San Francisco. That's according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, is this spread too high, too low, or just right? Well, I like it. Um, I think it's about right, Skip. The home team normally gets about three points for uh, being at home. But it tells me the odds makers were unmoved by what the Cowboys did last night. And they're looking at the complete body of work of both teams, the way the 49ers played all year. Look at the way the Cowboys played all year. So uh, they said, hey, the 49ers were equally as, as impressive at home against Seattle as the, uh, the, uh, the Cowboys were on the road against the, uh, against the Bucks." So for me, I, I like the, the spread. The, the, I mean, for players, spreads don't really do anything because it's not like either team is getting the points. <clears throat> you still got to go out there and play. That's for the better. That's for the people that bet the game. So I, I like the spread. 
I like the 49ers and what they possess because they possess a little bit more a dynamic approach offensively than what the uh, the Bucks did. You got <clears throat> Christian McCaffrey, who's more multi-purpose than anything that Tampa can possess. They got a Debo Samuel who can line him up at running back. He can get you 100 yards rushing or 100 yards receiving. You got Kittle, tremendous tight end, one of the top two or three tight ends in all of football, tremendous run up the catch. Brandon Ayuk, Jennings, they're loaded. Offensive line is a lot better than what Tampa possessed yesterday, but I believe the, uh, uh, the San Francisco defensive front is better than what Tampa possessed. Well, it's like 10 times better. So with that being said, I like it. It seems about right, Skip. Uh, I, I don't think either – I didn't think the 49ers were going to be favored by a touchdown. But I think three and a half, four points would seem about right to me. And uh, I'm expecting a very good ball game. The Cowboys mm. get an opportunity to go back out. I don't think they played the 49ers in a playoff game since, they, since the catch game, have they? Have they played them in a playoff game since then? I'm talking about out there. I know they played them last year at home. Well, well they 30 years ago, they won that playoff game. Oh, they game. did? So yeah. that, that was the so, last So play. that was the coming-of-age Cowboys, right. 92. So, that was January 17th of 93. So, so this, that was the breakthrough year for Jimmy and Jerry. And team. guess what? If you win this game, you're back in the NFC Championship game for the first time in 27 years. Okay. That is correct, which is what I predicted before the year started. But now the degree of difficulty ratches up on a scale of 1 to 10. I'd say it was a 4 at Tampa, and I'd say it's a 9 at San Francisco. Okay. But I do like my team's chances, and I thought it would be a three-point spread just for home field. You get three for home field, and it's minus 4. So I will right here, right now, if you'll give me the 4, I'll do it for four cases right here. We're going to do cases straight up. Straight up. Um, I do like my team's chances, but I think I deserve the four points you because you love San Francisco. You, you love Kyle. You just told you me. love Debo. You, you love C Mac. You watched him grow up. You got to give me the four no, and have the courage of your conviction. I just watched you come out here at, at the start of the show and yep. almost pass out I because you were so hyped yep. about your Cowboys. I blew the top out of the studio. <laughs> you did. Yep. Okay, so you don't need no yep. points. They, in fact, it registered on the Richter scale. <laughs> they, they were thinking we were having some tremors. Okay, what quarterback had a better playoff? game mm-hmm. on the road to what Dak had last Okay, night. well, that is the point, and he's going to replicate that. That's how you go speak. <laughs> well, he just is. Okay, so let's do historical here. Speaking. Okay. Let's go back to what happened one year ago at Jerry World. Yes. San Francisco snuck up on us because we did not see them coming with Jimmy Gag, as I call him, <laughs> as in Jimmy G. And we were not ready to play, thanks to please drop the Mike McCarthy, right. who fortunately did not get in the way last night. But we weren't ready to play. He had y'all and, ready to play last night. Give him I, credit. I, I do. I give him credit for last night. I think they got themselves ready <laughs> to play because they knew what had happened. They, they knew the GOAT was 7-0 and against them. They said, okay, that's enough of right. that. After the first quarter a year ago at home, we're down 10 to nothing. At halftime, we're down 16 to 7. After three quarters, we're down 23 to 7. And I'm saying, what are you guys doing? Right. Dak is fumbling and stumbling around, but all of a sudden we started to play. Right. And we did win the second half 10 to 7. And the final score was a respectable 23 to 17. And Dak took off running at the end with the clock counting down, and then they couldn't get the ball set, as you recall. Right because we needed Usain Bolt to be the, the referee. <laughs> the umpire. The umpire, the yep. And he didn't get home in time, and we didn't get it snapped in time, and the game ended, and we could add one last throw from about the 20-yard line. Right. To I don't know. It'd be like a mini Hail Mary throw to try to steal the game. Right. And it would have been a stolen game. Right. But we lost 23-17, to 17, and I was – I, I was shell-shocked from it because I did not see it coming because I thought that team 
was as good as this team this year. But this team grew on me all the way through 40-3 to at Minnesota when I said, this team is, it's legit, man. Right. It is authentic Super Bowl-quality football team. And then you know what started happening. Then Houston happened at home and right. it took a 98-yard drive to steal that game back. Correct. And then all of a sudden, Jacksonville happened. You know, all the Tennessee happened. Washington happened. And it, it's almost like this team was saying, are we there yet? Because this team was pointing toward whatever that first-round game was, and it was at GOAT, and they went down there and took care of GOAT. Cindy may be into retirement. We'll soon see about that. But right. the point is that – in the big picture, I like this team better than I like last year's team. I think this team is fully capable of winning at San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Because it is – it's hardened. It's got some scar tissue, and it's got firepower. You, you, it can explode on teams because it leads in takeaways, and it is explosive on offense when the quarterback doesn't throw it to you. And last night he threw it to you no times, right? Yep. Okay, so – who do you have at quarterback? Are you going to bet on the party. Mr. Irrelevant? Are you going to do it? Because I told you when we did this topic yesterday, I said the big X factor in the playoffs, and by the way, congratulations to the NFC East because it's three of the final four on the, the NFC yeah, side. Wow. That's mm-hmm. pretty great, yeah. right? It's like the good old days. Yeah. Okay. It used to be like the Big East Conference. That is correct. They have Syracuse, Georgetown, St. All, all in the final four. <laughs> yeah. Back in the Chris Mullen. Yes. Yep. Okay. So the point is, it's Brock Purdy is the biggest X factor on the NFC tournament side because he hasn't done this at all. No. And at some point, it's going to catch up with him. And now. You hope it does. Okay. Now, Micah's going to catch up with him because Micah came back to life. Uh, he, about to, he about to do something to Trent. You, you know that's Trent Williams, right? I do. That's the best offensive lineman in football. You know that, right? You know, you can't move him, but you can move 11 from heaven. Well, we you might, move we might follow him. Okay. I yeah, we might be the first time. We might follow him. Wherever he lined up, him. we line up in front no, of him. No left tackle has ever followed anybody <laughs> around the ball. The point is, Micah is going to get after Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. and, and he's going to feel heat from lots of people, from Dorrance Armstrong and D-Law, that he has not felt yet. And when he does, he's not a game manager. He is a, a road racer. He, he's got the Maserati, and he's throwing it into ninth gear. Okay. And he's trying things that you shouldn't try at this stage You know, 49 has got the defensive player of the year, right? Yep. Okay. Nick I got Bosa. So really what are you supposed to be doing? They're really Echabon, good. Okay. Armstead. All right. My offensive line is really good. Yeah. In fact, it's really starting to just crystallize. And I know Jason Peters got Nick last night. I hope he's going to be okay. But they, they went with him at left tackle. I'm – Totally comfortable with Tyler Smith, my rookie, at left tackle. We, we were just fine with yeah. him out there. But yeah, there's a difference between blocking the 49ers pass rush and blocking Tampa. Okay, hush. okay, it's a hush, it, and it is a hush. But we can cope with that. We can run the ball on that pass rush because we run the ball on who? The Niners? Yep, we will. Tony, I mean, Tony Pollard's going to get his. Give, give you credit last night. What'd you do? 35 rushes, yep. 33 pass attempts. Yep. That's a nice little balance for you guys. Okay. Even though you don't like Z yards per carry, it was still just enough. Sometimes, Skip, we just want you to think that we're going to run the football. Okay. They bang away with yeah, Z. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I get it. And if there's any short yardage to be made down at the goal line, he usually has a yes, nose for the goal line. In. He got stuffed last night, but that's fine. The, the point is, my team is good enough to go beat a very good team playing at an extremely high level at its place. 
And weirdly, I like my team on the road better than I like it at home. I don't know what it is about that stadium. It doesn't inspire my football team. It's like America's stage. It's, mm-hmm. it's where the concerts are. It's where the Final Fours play. It's where the college football playoffs. The college football playoffs. <laughs> Everything goes to Jerry World except for my Cowboys. It's it's almost like no, it's it's their home away from home. Mm-hmm. But the if you put them on the road, they seem to play a little looser. They played great last night. Yeah, and, and I, I think yeah. they will play at, at least as well against San Francisco because they better. Hey, you think they're going to put a performance like that, Skip? That was an all-time great. You know, hey, you need to bottle that. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you put that, in, you put that on the, on, uh, um, behind glass. Yep. That's one of those performances. Okay. You send jerseys to the Hall of Fame okay. for, so for performances like Landry that. As Landry used to say, you need to streak into the playoffs. I think we just streaked in the playoffs. Y'all already in the playoffs. Yeah. So you want to streak streaked, we, we streaked right in. Like, we launched in the playoffs. You beat Tampa. Okay, we beat Tampa. You beat a bad team, Skip. Okay. We beat a bad team. That's a tough out at home. That's all they are. No. They, they just pummeled Carolina down there for all the money. Really? Yes, they Which did. was the worst team than, okay. than Tampa. Okay. Well, I don't know about that. I know about that. Yeah. I mean, Sam Darnold threw for like 340. That ain't, so I'm not surprised Dak threw for 305 okay. and four touchdowns. Okay. I got it. He's ready for this. Okay. Yep. See how you did. Yeah, I got this. If you give me the four, I'll do it right now. No. I'll do it for seven cases. No. Yeah, I'll do it for 10 cases. Ooh. Nope. Nope. If, I mean, you you just talked about Dak going to do it again. Yep. You ought to give me the points. No, uh-uh. I, just, I want the four because that's what the – Hey, you got Tony, Tony Pollard is better than C-Mac. Yep. CD is better than Debo. Yep. I mean, we ain't got a chance. Yep. Mike McCarthy better than Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Michael will wreak more havoc than your guy Bosa will. I can't tell. Yep. He ain't okay. doing it in the regular season. Yep. We'll see. I got this. Feeling okay. real good. Okay. About it. I'm going to give you two grief until we see some do bets actually <laughs> coming scared, into yeah. fruition. And guys, speaking of a hot streak, you know what, Shannon? The Niners have won their last 11. Level. So two hot streaks combining this yep. weekend. Level from heaven. They were 11 versus 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, did Lamar just tell us his time in Baltimore is over? You're going to want to see his latest social media post when we come back. Yesterday, Lamar Jackson reposted a message to his IG story that, oh yeah, it's getting plenty of attention. The story reads, quote, when you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good, that good thing takes care of you, too. Hmm. Double meaning here? Shannon, what is Lamar saying? <laughs> Lamar, look, Skip, I'm not a cold reader. I'm not trying to decipher hieroglyphics, but you know what he's saying. He says, I'm that good thing. And if you treat me good, you pour effort into me and you make a financial commitment to me, mm-hmm. guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be good to you. I'm yep. going to make a commitment to you. And when you don't, well, I won't. It's really that simple. I mean, I, I don't know how you, how you read anything else into that mm-hmm. because considering that he's wanted a contract extension for the longest of times, they weren't able to come to an agreement on the maybe the, the monetary value of the contract, the fully guarantees of the contract, and the length of the contract. Maybe it was a combination of one or two, three. Who knows? Maybe it was all of those. But this is what we do know. Lamar Jackson wants a contract. He wants the kind of money that he feels that he, that 
he deems appropriate for someone of his skill set and what he's been able to accomplish in the league. Mm. The Ravens says, what's what we're willing to do mm-hmm. based on your skill set, based on your history, and what we think long-term, because at the end of the day, we're not trying to have no baseball contract. Mm-hmm. Where we give you a 10-year deal and then year four of the deal, we're already ready to get up out of it. So that's where they are. But what he's saying is, when you have something like me, yep. of value, something of worth, something good, you take care of said item. Yep. And then said item will take care of you. I got to tell you, I, I was moved by this because as something of a writer myself, I appreciated the creativity of this message. It was written in pain. It was written with heartache. It was almost, if I might go a little biblical, remember Jesus spoke in parables? Yes. Because the message was more powerful within the parable than mm-hmm. it would be if he just went straight on. So this was like a parable from mm-hmm. Lamar. And the message is, I would have played hurt for you, but you didn't pay me. So you and I have been way ahead of this from the start. Mm-hmm. And we're going to say it again. Yes, Lamar quit on the Ravens because the Ravens had long ago quit on him. Correct. And it put him in a position that, that, that he despised. He despised having given his, his guts for this team for risking his health for this team and being the MVP of this league. And when it was time, on, right on time, to give him what he had earned, they would not do it. Or at least they wouldn't do it the way Lamar wanted it done. Right. So he has taken something of a beating of late because I knew it was coming because some people are going to say, well, why don't you just suck it up and play for the team, Lamar? It's, it's a playoff game and it's a winnable playoff game and you got a good team. Just do it for your brothers. And, and he's like, no, I, I'm not going to risk my knee Mm-mm. for my brothers. Mm-mm. And I'm not going to risk my principle for my brothers. Right. I, I'm not going to crumble to my organization that's treating me like just another pawn out yes. there. Yes. And I, I saw some quotes in The Athletic, anonymous quotes from various executives around the league. And one of them made the point, and you know John Harbaugh, and we both like John Harbaugh, but John Harbaugh never had Lamar's back as in saying, look, he's just hurt. Right. There was no protection from the head coach. All the head coach would ever say is, I don't know what's going on. You're, you're going to have to ask him. Right. 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 So one of the executives anonymously was quoted as, that is absolutely how things are done every other place in the league where the head coach will have the quarterback's back absolutely. when he's in some contractual impasse. Except if your last name is Harbaugh, right, says the anonymous executive. That is what him and his brother do, and there is only one other guy who handles business that way, and it's the guy with the cutoff sweatshirts up in New England. It is, and it's true. It is true. As much as I like and admire John Harbaugh, who you know fairly well, when it comes to this, this is old school. And he and his brother Jim, they're Belichick, man. They're, they're going to lay down the law. This is company, Skip. Yes, this is company. This is, and Skip, but I yeah. like what Calais Campbell said. He said yeah. you, can't, you can't let a guy like him go. There's always some new, exciting kid that has potential to go out there and be great. But this is a business of for sure and knowns. And you know who Lamar Jackson is. I think it's in the best interest of the Ravens organization to give him a, long con- a long-term contract and make him the guy. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks that except the one guy that signs the check, Mr. Bashadi. He's the only one that needs to be convinced. Yep. 
He's the only one that matters. Mm. Because when you have something, when you guys have to, you know, put in escrow excess of $200 million, yep. he's got to be for sure. Right. You know Ozzy very, very well. Know him very well. Ozzy Newsome. Mm-hmm. He has sort of graduated up the ladder, yeah, yeah. And, and he's not the active hands-on no. GM yeah. anymore. I assume he still carries weight and has input. Major. And I got to believe that his input right now is, man, I, I would give him his money, right? I think the thing is, Skip, they're going to scour. They're going to look around. I mean, what is Chicago? Chicago has the number one pick. I mean, would you be willing to trade a first-round pick to get uh, uh, Justin Fields? If they go if they go in that direction, I mean, it buys yourself a little time because he's still on a rookie contract. Yeah. But he's going to want an extension after next year because that'll be a third year of his contract, Skip. Agreed. So, <clears throat> all you're doing is kicking the can down the road because eventually when you get a quarterback, you're going to have to settle and you're going to have to pay him. And whether it's this year, next year, or down the road. Yep. The one thing we know about quarterbacks is kind of like property out here in L.A. It ain't coming down. I don't care where you buy property at, Skip. If you buy property in L.A., it ain't coming down in value. Mm-hmm. Nope. Agreed. Quarterbacks value, yeah. they're not coming down. It feels like this is over. <coughs> it, it does. It feels like the bridge has been set on fire, and it is now because he wouldn't play in the playoff game and has burned completely right. to the ground. They wanted – Lamar to be a good company man. Nah. And he wasn't going to do it. And mm-hmm. I think they didn't like his attitude from day one because he came to camp holding in. Mm-hmm. I'll be here. I won't participate. My, my heart's not going to be in the preparation the way it usually is because you didn't pay me. Right. When it comes game time, I will play mm-hmm. and I will give you every ounce. And he did until he sprained his knee. Right. Then he said, to your point, he woke up and said, I'm not risking anymore. And you kept saying, that's it, Lamar. You're done yeah, for the year. And he was done. Yeah. You were way ahead of that curve. Absolutely. Skip, they, I mean, since he's taken over Joe Flacco, he's been to the playoffs for the five years he's been the starting quarterback. I, normally, quarterback takes you to the playoff. Quarterback wins the MVP. Quarterback wins you a, a, a playoff game. Damn. Yeah. What else does he need to do? Look at his one loss record yes. just in the regular season. It's extraordinary. Team, you've <laughs> got to stop with this notion. Well, look at what Patrick Mahomes did. He got a half a billion, but it's very team-friendly. Look at what Tom Brady's done for 20 years. Those are those guys. Skip, I can't look at some uh, – this store over here gave me a discount and go over to that store and say, well, you know they gave me a discount over here. Well, that's what they did over there. You're over here now. Yep. Man, I hate to see it come to this. But it, look, but it definitely looks like yeah. it's going to be – yeah. It's, uh, it's headed for a divorce. Yeah, just headed for a, an ugly divorce that was not necessary. Well, but the question is, Skip, is this a divorce? Were, were they together or were they cohabitating? Because, you know, there's a thing as a cohabitation agreement. <laughs> yeah. Trust your boy. Your boy knows a thing or two about it. Mm-hmm. I will leave that alone, Skip, but I'm just okay. saying. I got it. <laughs> I, I hear you. That is true. I think they were cohabitating. Okay. I think there never was a real oh, a connection, okay. you know. Okay. Well, guys, interesting that Lamar's IG profile just says athlete. It never mentions the Baltimore Well, damn. That was quick. All right. <laughs> Shannon, I'd like to hear more from you on that cohabitating subject, <laughs> but I guess we're out of time because we got to talk yeah, a little bit more okay. about Jack Prescott. Is he going to be able to replicate last night's game moving forward in the playoffs as the Cowboys head to San Francisco? We'll dive into that topic when we come back.
game of his career last night. It was a 31-14 win affair over the Buccaneers. Dak threw for over 300 yards, had 24 rushing yards, and five total touchdowns. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you trust that Dak will play as well this upcoming Sunday against the 49ers as he did last night against the Buccaneers? If I got a seven-year body of work, and I've said this before, Dak Prescott is a good quarterback, but he's inconsistent. I, 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 did, I did see two weeks ago him score six points and play god-awful against Washington. He was. So now, after this performance, I'm supposed to say, you know what, I got all the confidence in the world. He's, he's cleared it. No. I've seen him in the playoffs. I saw him against San Fran last year. I saw him against Jacksonville in the second half of that ball game. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I give him a four. He played the game of his life. We talk about the playoffs. Obviously, this is the best game. It's, it's hard, given the stakes of what was at stake, the history, and I know, Skip, they didn't have anything to do. A lot of these guys weren't even born in 92. But given that his record in the playoffs was one in three, and given that he hadn't played particularly well in those games, for him to play to play like he did last night, I think that does do something for his confidence. But he knows, and I know, I've seen Dak play bad before. I've seen him ride the roller coaster. So I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be where you are. Maybe you've seen enough to say, you know what? He's shaking that. He won't be that what he once was. I'm convinced. No, I, I'm not. He did snap a, a seven game, a seven consecutive games in which you threw an he interception. Did. Yep. He didn't even come close to turning the ball over last nope. night. The Cowboys are now 5-0 and when they don't commit a turnover, which is a recipe for success. Unless you're the Chargers, you could not commit a turnover, get five of them, and still lose the game. Mm. So for me, Skip, I'm not, I, I, I'm not sold, fully sold that Dak, that the Dak that I've seen from the previous seven years, all of a sudden is not going to show up in this next game. So I'm not convinced of that. I like what I saw from Micah, but I did see the last six six weeks of the season he had a sack and a half in one pressure. Yep, that's what I did see. Now last night he was all over the field. He called. He wreaked, wrecked, wreaked a lot of havoc he did. on Tom Brady. Yep. But and the question, not to get too sidetracked with uh, uh, Micah, I need to see more from Dak consistently before I say he's he's turned the corner. Okay. So obviously you just nailed it because it's going to be all about that quarterback and it's going to be all about eleven from heaven. Those two, mm-hmm. they have to play at the levels they played last night yes. for them to even have a shot at winning at San Francisco against a really good football team. True. One that you could argue, except for quarterback, is just a little better than they are. You could argue that. Yes. But not at quarterback. Right. So we did this question. Yeah, I think I I agree. I think if you look at their offensive line, you look at Debo, you look at IU, you look at Jennings, you look at uh, Kittle, you look at their running game, I think offensively to a man, they might be better than the Cowboys, other than their quarterback. Just a little better, except for – a rookie quarterback exactly. who's showed a lot of flash and dash and swag. Okay, so we did this question, I don't know, a couple of weeks back. Right. And I told you I was a nine on right. the trustability scale because I, I don't have any other choice. Right. Because I picked this team to get to the NFC Championship game. Right. So he is capable of being a nine. Yes. Maybe not a ten, but a nine. So now I have to He's read. also being capable of being a one or, or, or two. A one or two or a zero. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Because at, at Washington, he was a zero. Correct. He, he was a minus. <laughs> he, he was actually a liability. Yes. So 
I, I had to deal with Jerry <clears throat> last night with, with these quotes, and, and it's just hard for me to stomach. But Jerry's raving in the locker room about how he had a little talk, a little one-on-one talk with Dak before the game. And he said, I talked to him, and all I said was, absolutely do not not take risks. This is Jerry talk. Right. Where you got to kind of parse it out. It's, it's upside-down talk. Do not not take risks. Be aggressive. He said, that's all I told him is to go ahead and be aggressive because seven straight games you've been throwing to right. them. And there had been several other moments where it could have been multiple more right. interceptions and lost fumbles. What was your stat? Two years ago, he led the league in lost fumbles. Yeah. So Jerry said last week, it's not in his DNA. Well, it has been in his DNA yeah. to turn the football <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now Jerry is concluding after last night that Dak Prescott served notice on everybody, and he's talking about the league. And his final summation was, in the right setting with the right circumstance, he showed that maybe he's at the top of the NFC quarterbacks. Like, he is the best quarterback, but he's saying in the right setting with the right circumstance. Well, hell, Skip, everybody can say that. I know. I I got it. (laughs) But that's Jerry talk for... I saw the best he can be, right. but I don't always see it. But but when he's right, right, he's really right. Yes. Well, that's the way I see him. Mm-hmm. So I do trust him, and I do trust him to come off this game and not lay an egg at San Francisco. Right. I, I think he'll be really good at San Francisco, and I think he'll live up to the quality of play that we saw last night because he has weapons. CD is a weapon. I, I think he's a little better than Debo, but you can make the case the other right. way. Listen, T.Y. Hilton has changed how they play because he trusts T.Y. He's not going to catch 10 balls, but he can catch three or four. He made a couple of catches last night. He made a couple of catches last night. He made a couple of catches because he knows how to play, and Dak knows he's going to be exactly where he's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And Michael Gallup, if you ignore him, he'll come up with a big play or two. He always does. And he's he's big-bodied, and he can go up and get the ball. He can high-point the ball. Early in the game, that, yeah. that was a big t- third-down catch that he climbed the ladder for. He went yeah. up and got it. Mm-hmm. He is capable of that. Tony Pollard, to me, is an unsung superstar because he's a difference-maker. He was a difference-maker two, two or three plays last night. He just busted loose because he runs stronger than you think. Yes. And I, I think, uh, was it Troy last night, made the, made the point Tony Pollard weighs 215. It's not like he weighs 190. Right. He weighs 215. What's Zeke now, 225 or 30, 30. somewhere in there? Okay. Mm-hmm. But, but Tony Pollard has enough meat on his bones right. that he can run between the tackles and break tackles. Oh, yeah. He, I saw him okay. run through a couple of Devin White tackles okay. last night. He did. And it, it makes them different because it gives them a difference maker at a premium position where he can go out and catch the football. Maybe not run routes the Thanks. way McCaffrey does but he can catch it and run with it and gash you yeah. because he's got effortless, easy, top speed. And it's, it's top speed. Right. It's, it's extraordinary speed. So the offensive line is veteran. It's savvy. It's tough, except for the rookie, who's maybe the toughest one of them yeah. all. He's played okay? well. He played so, well last night. All right. So I, I love that. I love the protection Dak is going to get, even against a fierce pass rush. I believe he'll have time to throw, and he trusts the weapons around him. And I just think he's going to hes going to have another top-level game at San Francisco. So I, I believe in him. I believe in that game. CD said that was a statement game, and it was. It's possible he will take off from here. It's possible he will stay out of his own way. It's possible 
he won't try to do too much and force balls that don't need to be forced. That's right. what J- Jerry's doing, tiptoeing that fine line between be aggressive, but be careful, right. which is, <laughs> I, I don't know. But but he's saying don't not be aggressive. Right. Okay. Well, so I'll you're at a nine. You're at a nine I'm, on the I'm, trust scale. I'm definitely at a nine. Yep. I like my team. In fact, I'll take the four right now for five cases. No can do. No. Why not? You I, I think four. you're fearing Hold on. Team. You just say you trust him out of the nine. You mm-hmm. got a better team than the, the 49ers because yeah. of Purdy. You ought to give me four. But I don't have Kyle Shanahan. You got Mike McCarthy, made man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like 30 years ago that he won his Super Bowl. Thanks you're, to you're made man, Skip. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you got Kyle Shanahan. I need the four. The odds makers say I deserve the four. No. Yeah. No, you told me. Oh, you, you, you've been telling me your team is Super Bowl from the start. You picked them, remember, to go to the NFC Championship I game. Did. So give me I did. four and right they're now. They're going to get there. Give me four they're right going now. Going to get there. Give me four right they're now. Shock the world. Give you four. Give me four what right are you now. Talking about. I mean, if, uh, I mean, if I was that confident in my team, I'd definitely give you four. Don't even think twice about it. Yeah. Well, I'm confident. Well, we got until Friday, and by then you will crumble and give me the four because you'll start talking yourself in. No, 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 I'm going to need that. Yeah. We just did a topic yesterday, and you told me the 49ers are it in the NFC. They are. Right? Yeah. Okay. But they still got a rookie quarterback. Okay. So they are. That's their X factor. So we're going to win this game, and then the Giants are going to shock the Eagles, and the NFC Championship game will be in Dallas. You know what happened last time y'all played a playoff game? Yeah. Giants and Cowboys. Yeah. That was a very different circumstance. What? What's going to be different? That was Tony Uh-Oh <laughs> after he and Jessica went to Cabo. It ain't. Jason Witten and his wife. You don't blow off a little steam. You know, yeah, that was Terrell Owens. And it's again, it's my quarterback. You know, okay. We got this. It's, it's, it's destiny. It's set up. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Two big ones Saturday, two big ones Sunday. It's going to be another jam-packed weekend of football action, and I cannot wait. All right, guys, let's get back to LeBron a little bit this morning. Did he share too much of his thoughts on officiating in the NBA? No, you got to hear what he said. That's coming up next on Undisputed. The NBA's two-minute report determined Russell Westbrook was not fouled on this last play against the 76ers. LeBron replied to a fan on Twitter who was voicing their frustration. He tweeted, quote, And all year they keep telling me to my face on the court, I didn't see it or it wasn't a foul. It's not making sense to me seriously. Frustrating as hell, man. Anyways, keep going, squad. Shannon, do you like or do you have a problem that LeBron went so public with his frustrations about officiating? Well, he's been going a little, he's been speaking about it a lot more, that, about the calls that he's not getting anymore, Skip. Uh, he let it be known. I don't know, at some point in time, I think Commissioner Silver is probably going to say, LeBron, stop it, or you're going to have to pay me $25,000 for these comments about the officiating. But, but the two last, the two minute report said that he got fouled in the Mavericks game. Christian Wood, raked him across the arm, and that should have been a foul. LeBron should have went to the line with a chance to win the game from the foul line and make or miss whatever happens, but he deserved that opportunity. I do believe LeBron James is getting fouled when he goes to the basket because I see guys that go to the basket not as much as LeBron, and I think they punish LeBron because he is so big and because he is so physical. And as you mentioned, they give him the Shaquille O'Neal treatment. Like, well, damn, Shaq, I mean, you're so much bigger than these guys, man. I mean, what chance do you give them if we, if we just call every foul – because that's what's in the rule book. 
It, it, uh, Dr. Naismith didn't play it well. If you wait this much, you don't get certain calls. Mm. If it's a foul, call it. No matter what juncture of the game it is, first quarter, first minute of the game, the last two seconds of a ball game, if somebody's fouled, you should blow the whistle and deem it a foul. So I don't have a problem with LeBron saying it. He's very frustrated that he feels as much as he drives the ball, he doesn't get the calls like some of the other guys do. Mm. And B, stay at the free throw line. Even James Harden, he doesn't get the calls that he once did, but he still, get, he still gets more calls than LeBron. And LeBron says, I'm just – and I think, honestly, Skip, that's probably why he shoots so many threes. He's like, well, hell, y'all ain't going to call it. But if y'all call it, I'll keep driving the ball because, you know, I know y'all can't stop me from getting to the basket when I want to get to the basket, but I just need to be rewarded for my effort because it takes more energy and effort to get to the basket as opposed to shooting a three. Yep. So I don't have a problem with LeBron saying it. Hopefully he gets more calls. He needs to shoot – if Jimmy Butler can shoot 23 threes, why did me tell me he ain't driving the ball any more than LeBron? He made all 23. Well, we'd have made They probably, know it, and they say, we reward you because you make your Well, we'd have made 19 of them. Same mm-hmm. thing. Maybe 19. Okay. I get that LeBron has a point here. I don't love it that he's making it such a public point. You, you can make the point back to me that he's trying to plant sort of psychological seeds in referees' minds. Give him a call. Right. Like, if you beat on them enough, they'll finally say, okay, I'll give you this call. It's called working the referees. Right. He's working them through Twitter. Yeah. But he's responding to some guy on Twitter. It's just some follower of his mm-hmm. who makes actually a strong point about why isn't this a huge scandal. And LeBron just jumps right on and responds to him. And I agree with you. The, the commissioner is not going to like this mm-hmm. at some point because he is – he is scathing in his criticism of the referees. Mm -hmm. And he's saying that the referees keep telling him to his face, I just didn't see it, or it wasn't a foul. And then he looks at the two-minute report and he says, oh, wait a second, you were wrong. Right. I should have shot free throws. Okay, this is why the the timing of this doesn't work for me. This is why I have a problem with this, because LeBron James is better than than – having to stoop to this because it comes across to me as excuse making and finger pointing and blame deflection when he needed it the most because remember this is before last night's game right. and last night he was great he wasn't great late until he did make that one shot but he did make a shot and finally closed the game against the worst team in the NBA but going into last night they were 19 and 24 which is shamefully bad because they've fallen behind the Oklahoma City Thunder, suddenly hot thunder. Okay, so now you've been hard on Brady all year, and rightfully so in many of the cases. But the one thing he doesn't do, he doesn't ever make excuses. Yeah, he does. He, he uh, so so what was this? When he's doing this, what was this? Okay, but that was it was blatant, and you but, said but, it. But LeBron said, hold on. LeBron said the okay. final Christian okay. was blatant. Right. But he's doing it on the court, on the floor, yeah. on the field. He you know, he's just and, saying, and, he, and he said, they're telling okay. me. Yeah. I didn't see it okay. because on the play in question, I think the official backed over the, the, the cameraman and was on the ground. Okay. And then you got right. we got an image of what uh, uh, Joel Embiid is holding Russell's left arm. Okay. All right. But LeBron never owns any of this. He, he is at the heart of 19 and 24 going into last night because I keep telling you, I watch these games. I watch them closely. He's so is that not a foul? So, so is right. that not a foul? All right. So why, why, I mean, well, you it, mean it, on Russ? Oh, Joel B. is he helping him across the street? Is Russ a little old man that needs help across the street? Because that's the only reason I need Joel B. to be okay, holding I, that man's hand. I mean, look, he got his, Skip, he got his wrist. Okay, all right, but at the other end, 
Russ is just banging Joel Embiid but, because he's seven feet. They didn't call it. But Harrison, but see, see now, now you said that. that, that what about him? I just mm-hmm. asked a simple question. Was okay. that a foul right there because the man had the wrist? Now, if he's helping Russ across the street, yeah. I'm I'm good with that. So that's not a foul. I don't think he held on and grabbed and kept it down. Okay. I thought hand checking was up. Okay, but, but so, Russ goes up for some weird shot. I don't even know what he's doing. He lost he the ball. Know. He lost the ball. Okay. He lost it. All right. So think about what LeBron hasn't done that he won't own at all. First of all, going into last night, he was dead last in three-point shooting in the league. And then I keep looking at the, the litany of these games because back on November 28th, that Pacer game at home, yeah. they're up 19 in the fourth quarter and LeBron scores yeah. four and yeah. they lose. Yeah, but here's the thing. You're making it seem like if you're bad at three-point shooting, yeah. therefore you shouldn't get call, fouls called on okay. you. All right. That, that's not true. No, okay, no. LeBron is 152 out okay. of 152 right. as far right. as three-point. But is he getting fouled? That was a separate okay. issue. All right, then they lose it to Sixers and he is – blank in the overtime. He scores no points. And then they lose to the Celtics, and, and he misses the game-winning three. And then they lose to the Hornets, and they kind of mess up the last play But, but see, you, But what about AD they, missing those two free throws they, that would have made the game obsolete? At Philly. At Philly. No, he missed the Boston oh, Celtics. Oh, at, the ball at oh, home, Boston. Boston. He okay, missed both okay, free throws. The game would have been over. Okay, but the Luka game, the fourth quarter and two overtimes, LeBron totals four points. Right. Well, he's two of 11. It shouldn't have been the four. It shouldn't have been overtime. Because okay. if they called a foul, guess what? It's not overtime. And then Philly the night before, and this is coming right off this right here, it, it lasts 319 of the game. He does nothing, and they lose. And they, he should have taken that game over. He's better than this because he shows you for three and a half quarters what he can do. Skip, no player closes out every game. No player. Michael Jordan didn't do no. it. Magic Johnson didn't do it. Larry Bird didn't do it. But every time, it, but every game that's closed, you say LeBron should have closed this okay, game out. But, so he but, should be a perfect 100-400? Okay, but the first one I've seen all year was against the worst team in the league last night. He finally made a clutch jump shot off the glass. But this guess what? Okay. If he does it, you're going to say he was against anybody. When he doesn't do it, you say, well, he got to close his game. Either he closed or he doesn't. Okay. Well, he hasn't closed until last night. Okay. It's been a long time. No, he closed the game against Atlanta. He closed in Charlotte. He didn't close them. They they just blew them out. They just won going away. No, they didn't blow. No, it got close. And then then the GOAT James took it over. Okay. He's going to do it again tomorrow night against Sacramento. Yep. I'll be watching. (laughs) (laughs) LeBron's tweet had over 33,000 likes, guys. Getting a lot of eyeballs, that's for sure. All right, Steph Curry, gentlemen, do you think he's become the modern-day Michael Jordan? What? We'll tell you what Steve Kerr had to the say about what? that in just a moment. <laughs> Steph Curry had a game-high 41 points in the Warriors' 127-118 win over the Wizards last night. After the matchup, Steve Kerr had high praise for his star point guard. Take a listen. He's the modern MJ, you know. I used to see this um, playing with the Bulls. You know, half the crowd's got, you know, red 23 jerseys on. And, you know, now half the crowd's got blue and yellow 30 jerseys. It's just uh, Steph is, um, he transcends the game. He he, um, elicits... Uh, an emotion from people. I, I think because he's so awe-inspiring with his play that um, no matter where we go, there are people who are cheering for him and can't wait to see him perform. 
Awe-inspiring play. I love the description. But, Shannon, how much truth do you think there is to that comparison with MJ? Well, well I think, you know, obviously, um, having seen MJ play a couple of times, I can see that. But you don't think that happens with the Lakers coming to town? You don't think there are a lot of people that got purple and gold six jerseys on skip? I think. Agreed. I, so, I, 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 get, I get Steve. And I get Steve that, you look, you hype your guy up, and rightfully so, he should. And as he said, he was, at the, he was in the midst at the height of the Bulls. And I don't know if we'll ever see anything like what the Bulls were, Skip. Even when you put the big three uh, uh, heat together, that wasn't the Bulls. Um, so with that being said, Steph is a transcendent player. It used to be want to dunk and shoot, like, be like Mike, to now shoot the three like Steph. And he got little five- and six-year-olds coming in and shooting. Bruh, you, they got to throw the ball with one arm to try to get the ball to the rim. And I agree to a certain, but this is not mutually exclusive to Steph. I believe there are other great players, mainly LeBron. LeBron James is still the face of the NBA. LeBron James is still the most popular player of the NBA. Yep. That's why every single year, Skip, since they've gone, if you get the most votes, you are the captain. Yep. LeBron James has never not been the captain. Whether he was in the East or the West, he, has not, he's not, he hasn't been mm-hmm. one time not the captain. It's like a Jerry Jones, not, 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 right. Yeah. So he's always the captain. Right. So that means something is that the fans, he's yep. listening in response. That is true. And I think nobody elicit more of a, a debate than LeBron. Okay. Steph Curry, as great as he is, Skip, he doesn't get the, he doesn't move the needle like LeBron James does. He does not. I know he is Steve's guy. I know Steve is trying to hype his guy and yes. support and, 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 right, and promote his guy. Steve Kerr obviously played with Michael. I was there in 98, covered the teams, was around both of them a whole lot. Obviously, Michael at one point punched Steve Kerr in the eye in a practice. (laughs) But they do love each other, and Steve knows what of he speaks. But he also knows that there's never been transcendence like Jordan. I've never experienced anything like what I experienced in the last dance 1998 season. Whenever I travel with them, you want to talk about rock stars. You want right. to talk about the Beatles or whatever. Yeah. You know, they called the Heatles. The, 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 the Heat, the, the big yeah. three. But, but listen, LeBron James transcends Steph Curry. I, I get that Steve is pushing Steph as a gate attraction. Yeah. Just as a gate attraction. But I, I, I get offended by this when you start to compare them as players because I, I don't have enough show left. But <laughs> I can show you that Steph hasn't always been that clutch. Right. And he did blow a three-to-one lead right. to you guys right. because he came up empty in right. too many of those games in five, six, and seven. It's scary. You remember uh, it was the Magic set an attendance record when LeBron and the Lakers showed up. They did. The most fans that had ever watched the Orlando Magic when they had Shaq and Penny. Okay. When they had Dwight and they were going to cha- championships, no, never had the attendance never. risen to their level okay. in which LeBron James showed up okay. to place this So team. we are offended by Steve Kerr's statement for different reasons. Yeah. I'm protecting MJ and you're protecting LeBron because they both should be protected in this statement. Well, look, I... <laughs> I just, I, I don't look. I, 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 I what, is, what is he basing it on? Because it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to see. Because like when I watch the games uh, on Sports Spectrum, because that's the way we yeah. watch it. I hit Skip, and they pan the crowd. I see a lot of purple and gold sixes. No matter the stadium. Agreed. Oh, the, excuse me, the arena. Yeah. No, so I, so it, this, I, I don't want Steve to think that this is uh, uh, exclusive to Steph. That the only to like when I go to the arena, I see these blue and gold thirties. Yep. I can assure you, when the Lakers go on the road, they see purple and gold sixes. Yep. Just like when Kobe, mm-hmm. they saw a lot of purple and gold eights. They did. 
I will give you this. I, this is a small sample size, but all my friends who have kids, that they love Steph because he's so lovable, because he's like them. He's he like looks the like a man. little guy, yeah, right? Yeah, he's, he's, who, yeah. who can do things that that are like superpower things. Right. Like you Most people feel they can shoot a basketball. Maybe not to the level, but what's the likelihood that the average man is going to go out there and dunk the ball like LeBron? Yeah, like <laughs> like Lil Wayne's son Cam, uh, he is all about Steph Curry. Right. Well, I get it. I got lots of friends whose yeah. sons and yeah. daughters, they're all right. the daughters are right. all about Steph because he's he's like the baby-faced assassin. Right. Okay, that works. That that transcends in a different way as a gate attraction right. in in sort of the 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 face of the young kids right. in, in watching right. the NBA. Right. Right. I, I don't know if they love LeBron as much as they love Steph because it's hard to relate to LeBron because he's 6'9", 260. Right. Uh, but I know the fans, they keep voting him number one. He keeps they do. No, I, I got it. So you, you were right about this. And Steph is just trying to, I mean, uh, Steve, Steve is Trump. trying to have Steph's back, and, and it doesn't and, work. And, and, and he should. Yeah. I mean, but that, but that, that's not to say you yeah. nor I are saying that Steph isn't a great player, <laughs> that he isn't a transcendent player because he absolutely is. Yep. He revolutionized the game. Not everybody's shooting the three because he made it in bold. They yep. were shooting the three but skipped. I mean, they didn't got ridiculous with this thing. Now, every, you won't find a game in which one they don't put up at least 30 of them. It used to be if you shot six or seven threes a game, you're like, damn, they shot that many threes? Now, yep. if you don't shoot up 30, you're like, oh, man, well, I don't know what y'all got going on. No, I got it. Sometimes they shoot up 50 or 60. It sells. It does. Yep. 11 or 30 last mm-hmm. night. The Lakers was 12 or 33. Yep. Wow. So. Guys, I, like I got to interrupt my because though. we've got breaking news Uh-oh. with the Chargers coaching staff. Fallout from that dramatic implosion to the Jaguars. We'll give you the very latest when we come back. Breaking news, Chargers appear to be going forward with head coach Brandon Staley, but they did just fire offensive coordinator Joe Lombardi and quarterbacks coach Shane Day after that big playoff letdown loss to the Jaguars. Shannon, should Brandon Staley have been let go as well? Probably, but he only makes $4 million a year, Skip. And so when you look at the top coaches, I mean, the top 10 coaches, Sean McDermott is at number 10, he makes $8 million. So to have to, to relieve him of his duties, you're going to have to pay him, and now you're going to have to bring a coach on. Remember, Skip, the NFL sent that memo. Y'all need to stop firing these coaches and paying them money to not be on your roster. Frank Wright got four years left, Skip. He's making $9 million. Mm. And they just fired Arizona. So that has a lot to do with it, Skip. Mm. I think it's salary, and I say, you know what? I think it's easier to move the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach as opposed to the head coach. To me, somebody had to go. They had to throw a bone to Charger Nation, mm-hmm. so they threw the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach. I'm still not sold on Brandon Staley. It wasn't from the start, and this is just me. I'm not completely sold on Justin Herbert, but maybe a new coordinator and a new quarterback coach can put him in a little better position. Yeah, they rank, Chargers ranked 30th in offense, uh, 89 yards per game. That won't get it done. But, Skip, you look at the top coaches. Sean McVay makes between 15 and 18 million. Are you looking to pay? A, Does he and, make that much? Yeah, uh, Coach Belichick's 12 and a half. And, you know, the, the brother and the sister are fighting uh, charges. Of what, the sister yeah. wants to sell. The brother wants to hold on to it. Yeah. They're not trying to incur any more expenses, no. Skip. A lot of controversy there. We'll jump back into it tomorrow morning, guys. Great show, but we are out of time.